Tom and Stephen, and we're glad you're with us here this afternoon. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Tom. I wanted to ask you real quick. Uh, we, we talked for a good part of the 2 o'clock hour, actually, about there's some, some pranks that have been going on <laughs> here. Yeah. So did you walk into a unwanted visitor in your in your office this afternoon I, I did and i was so appreciative of that uh that little uh i don't even know what you call it three-headed dog or something yeah or it looks like that's probably the best description some sort of monster yeah. type deal uh I, I uh i guess the word may be startled uh mm-hmm. would, would be a good word uh was was uh was it just sitting in the middle where the lights off or what was the, the the door was closed and I thought well you know what that you know you know how sometimes that wind will kind of blow you know or, yeah. or, in our our door to the uh, the sports bullpen will kind of uh, it, it closes from time to time you're like eh, cuz normally we keep 90% of the time we keep it open but you know if the air, sometimes the air conditioner bit whatever it will, it will you know so I didn't think anything about the door being closed and that when the door was closed and the light was off, I went, well, I guess, you know, we're conservative, you know, conserving electricity. Everybody's either on the air or out to lunch or, but yeah, I, I opened the door and flipped the light on and that, that triggered the sensor and the sensor triggered the, the growling and the barking and whatever else kind of darn noises that thing made. And yeah, I was pretty excited about it. Are you a, did you know about this? this? No, I had no idea. They got Q as well. And I thought it was payback for <laughs> Q had people calling the front office yesterday asking if they could sign the van out because of <laughs> of a recent email that got sent sent uh, to folks. But Th- that was a, that was not just an email; that was a directive from mm-hmm. from Debbie. Yes, Debbie Debbie laid down the law. Which I mean, hey, that's her. That's her she gig. can do that. She can do yeah. that. It's her deal. Um, but I figured maybe it was just that. But no, it seems like they're just targeting people because they got Dustin as well. So I guess. Uh, I guess our owner has given out some marching orders, and <laughs> now the the monster is just kind of making its way around the around the station. Yeah, in in in. Wow, we we we've got we've still got a little time before actual Halloween, but uh, it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm never mind. <laughs> are you a are you a Halloween guy? Do you care about it at all? Uh, no, not really. Okay, no. Uh, you know when my little when my when kids were small you know sure. we did we did the deal but uh uh and i was thinking this year that i might even you know we don't i don't we don't decorate i mean there's fall kind of stuff in the house mm-hmm. you know uh but not halloween type stuff necessarily uh now i love christmas uh decorations love christmas day and do you put lights out on the house and all that or no because i got to take them down right. <laughs> so we'll but we have the inflatables and all that stuff we put in the yard and we'll probably decorate the the, the tree that's out in the front yard we got a we've got a life-size this year life-size santa claus uh that you know dances and all that kind of stuff love that thing because he's the real santa claus You've seen the old Santa Claus from from the Coca Cola commercials, you know the the puffy cheeks, and mm-hmm. that's the dude we got. Think we found? I mean, I'm not gonna, shameless plug for Home Depot or whatever it is, but that's the dude we got, and he'll uh, he'll go in the front window or something. But yeah, I, I love Christmas decorations. That's cool. Yeah, I've never been a big Halloween person. I mean, we'll do the the trick or treating thing with with the kids, obviously, but uh, my family never. I mean, my parents would take me to a couple houses of people we knew, and that was about it. <laughs> and I'm not a I'm not a scary movie person me or anything neither. like that. Me like neither. it doesn't it's not my vibe. I have been told I'm putting Christmas decorations up outside the house this year. So 
We'll see how that well, goes. Well, I'm telling you what to do. Go buy stuff that you can put up and take down in about 10 minutes and still be decorative and festive. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like those inflatables and things. I mean, you can go get Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and, you know, and it's uh, you just plug it into the to the a wall socket and boom, it inflates or, or maybe run. And I did run some lights around the uh, the front sidewalk. Okay. But you know what? I can, when, when you know, the, yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, open up Christmas gifts at eight o'clock. At eight twenty, I'm ready to take down the Christmas <laughs> stuff. I mean, but what? Because again, when it's over, it's over. Okay, you're not a leave it up till New Year's person. No, but I mean, I end up getting outruled one to one. But uh, yeah. you know, right? The Christmas tree will stay up and all that stuff. But you know, no. Uh, I, I would, I would just as soon, soon as the, you know. Don't be leaving boxes and, and wrapping paper in the middle of the darn living room. Get it picked up, put it in a trash can, take it outside, then start tearing down the Christmas tree. Let's go. My dad put lights up one year, like on the roof, and they were up there till February, I think. <laughs> they turned into Valentine's Day. Hey, I know some people who don't don't take down their decorations from their tree. They just put the whole tree like in a closet or something yes. and bring it back out. And Yeah. I've heard of that too. You yeah, just, you just roll the tree out after Thanksgiving, and you roll I, it back I got in. A, I got a sister-in-law, Robin. I would never throw her under the bus and, and tell you she's from McGregor that she does that. Just slams it into <laughs> a closet, and and away we go. Well, that's, I mean that's efficient, but it kind of takes some of the joy away, I guess. But I, yeah, I've never been a big decorator, but I, I, I'm I'm getting vibes that that might be my life for sure. That's <laughs> that's good advice though. I'll, I'll swing by and get some inflatables. Inflatables, man, and and then just get you little lights that go around the sidewalk and you just lay them on the ground and then you can pull them dudes up like it does. When you when your kids are about finished unwrapping the gifts, <laughs> you're you're reeling it in. Christmas I mean, over. Let's go. Done. Let's go. Get back get back to work. Here we go. But anyway, how in the world did we go to? But I I was thinking this year because doesn't Halloween fall like on a, a Saturday? Yes, yeah, next Saturday. It's the yeah. Baylor TCU game week weekday. Right, but that night is when they'll go out and do their business. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I, I thought, hey, you know what? This may be the year. I won't decorate, but this may be the year that I sit out there and hand out hand out candy, some candy. I guess most that. of the time, man, it's like. Well, we're, a lot of times we weren't even there because we would do like you do. We'd go to we'd go to one of those nice neighborhoods. <laughs> right, right. You just kind of make the rounds yeah. and you come home. Yeah, go to the nice part of town. Uh, and, and, and get out of our neighborhood. But uh, anyway, we may do it this year. Uh, 11 minutes after 3 o'clock, it's 3.11. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about something here real quick uh, as we uh, roll through this football Friday. A- as most know that uh, Matt Mosley has uh, ha- had the bicycle accident has been and has been uh, has been unavailable to us, and, and we understand. We, we mm-hmm. get that. But uh, we, we're kind of at a point where we are, we're going to have to kind of tweak some things and do some things so uh starting monday you know and i'm sure people are sick and tired of hearing me because i'm sick and tired of hearing me but starting monday you are going to roll into that 10 a.m slot and uh you'll be on from 10 until noon and uh i i guess who's gonna hang out with you garrett ross so we're not all invited i mean you can come in if you want i'll take all the help i can get tom but garrett will be at least run the board. Unless you want to do that, he might not fight you on, no, I on, on taking that job. But, yeah, it'll be me and Garrett. It's going to be called uh, Off the Bench, and we'll, we're just going to have some fun with it. We'll, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You got, you got, your, you got, a, you got a blank canvas mm-hmm. from 10 till noon. What are you going to do? I thought I'd talk gardening in the first hour. Well, that's a and good – you know some, what? I was kind of hoping you would. I mean, we're not going to reinvent the wheel, I, I feel like, as far as – 
what we're talking about, but we hope to deliver it in a different way and have some different opinions. And um, obviously we're going to cover local high school football very closely. We're going to get into Baylor and the big 12 and the Cowboys uh, should have plenty to react to Monday morning. And we're, we're going to hope to have some strong opinions and we want feedback. So two, five, four, six, six, two, 1660. We all love to use the text line, the phone lines. Uh, me and Garrett have a little different perspective, I think, than maybe most of the lineup. So we're we're gonna sort of stir it up and, and see. Are, are you saying think. you guys are young and we're a bunch of old dudes? Yep, that's what I'm okay, saying. I thought that's kind of where you were headed. Yep. Uh, okay, that's we're all young. Right. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Ten to noon, and, and we'll start that on Monday. And I, I guess that means Tom, you you guys will be three to six. Yeah, now. we're gonna slide over and, and, and kind of hang out three to six here on uh, on ESPN Central Texas and. I got to kind of get used to I've that three to six slot. Uh, <laughs> never done it before. Never done it before. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have, what is it? Deja vu all over again. Right. Yeah. Going to have a little, a uh, little flashback. So we'll, we'll, we'll just, we've been in this slot. What, uh, how long we've we been doing this? You and I just uh, three, four weeks three at or least. Four weeks. It was, I think it was October 3rd that we, it was a Friday stepped on the air together. So I guess that's three weeks from, Three weeks from today. Uh, yeah, you texted me or called me, and I was walk. I was uh, on my way over to, uh, to Midway. To Midway, going to get set up. Let's uh, leisurely drive over to Midway to get ready for some high school football. And you went, "Hey, uh, you're on the air in about mm-hmm. as soon as you can get there." So yeah, it's and I mean we'll, we'll keep people updated. Sure, we, we hope that Matt recovers quickly, um, and we won't get into all the reasons as to you know no. why he's still out but he just has to recover it's 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 time for him to 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 take care of matt and 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 that's what we're going to do and that's what he's going to do and and then uh we'll we'll go from there but uh so i'm excited for you i i've told you that from the day i got back here that i thought you were uh you were one of those guys that was ready to roll and and we're excited for you and look forward to uh to the show and and uh in in you know I'm, i'm 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 hoping us old guys don't hold you back but so you young whippersnappers can <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll still lean on you tom don't worry and we we yeah we appreciate the opportunity and we're gonna just let it rip and, and see what happens when they hey who is this a war deal i assume so yeah he i mean he's the king did he man. not think this thing through real well i mean he put he put a bucket of candy about six inches from my yeah, well, reach it's from his spot too so oh, okay yeah 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 All but right. th- that is a good point maybe he didn't think about you know who's gonna who's in here for five hours a day right now? <laughs> it's a three fifteen. We're gonna step aside, and when we come back, we're gonna speaking of high school football, we're gonna dive headfirst into it with Curtis Quinlan from KCEN TV. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. The scattered showers and isolated thunderstorms diminishing by 1 o'clock this afternoon. And then temperatures continue to fall with cloudy skies. Temperatures will be in the mid-50s by 5 p.m. Tonight for high school football, it'll be cloudy, breezy. So definitely take a coat if you are headed out to the games. Temperatures around 53 degrees at kickoff. Overnight, skies will remain mostly cloudy as temperatures fall into the 40s. And mostly cloudy skies tomorrow, a little sun shine of the afternoon with a high of 66. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5 30, 6 and 9 for your forecast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the high school football pick'em contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Three nineteen. Welcome back in. This is a football Friday edition of Sports Talk from ESPN Central Texas. As we welcome into the program from KCEN TV, the Tower of Power, Curtis Quinlan. Curtis, you ever heard of a uh, KCEN being referred to as the Power, a Tower of Power? I have not. That's a new one to me. Oh, I'm telling like you, uh, our, our friend, our our. our uh, our late friend Butch Henry used to. Uh, that's that was that was how he referred to it when he was part of the team, the Tower of Power. So I just thought I'd do that for him. Three twenty, it's twenty after three. How and and how are you, by the way? I'm exhausted. It was a late night last night getting back from Mansfield, but you know what? Nothing gets my uh, nothing gets me going quite like a football Friday. Hey, I, 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 I didn't see you in the press box. They, so Mansfield was the strictest stadium I'd been to all season. I was just, I was just telling uh, Stephen the exact same thing, man. It was, it was, well, it was, it was, it was a, it was locked down pretty tight. I'll say that. It, it was like when I so normally uh, like when I get those phone calls after sending emails to make sure we can get into stadiums. Mm-hmm. You know the conversations like 
15, 30 seconds. Hey, got your email. You're good to go. Um, we'll see you Thursday or we'll see you Friday. And this one, they called me Tuesday and the phone call lasted 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, I it know. Was, it was, it was nuts. It was, you know, oh, what, where do you need access to? Well, press box and sideline, please. Oh, we can't do both. You can only do one. And so it's like, I'm cramped up, and there's no track. So it's not even like there's any space there at Vernon Newsom to work on the track because there is no track. So I'm cramped up behind the cheerleaders sitting against, sitting on the concrete there behind the midway bench <laughs> trying to edit highlights and send them back to get them on the air at 10 o'clock. It was the strangest experience in my seven years of covering high school football. No, I, I, I trust me, we were there for the broadcast, and we know exactly – and I was telling Stephen a couple of stories, and we know exactly what you're talking about. Speaking of that game last night, what were your overall impressions of Midway? I think if Midway gets a couple of things fixed, Midway will be fine. This isn't – we knew going into this season it wasn't going to be the Midway we were used to, that this Midway team probably was not going to make it three, four rounds deep in the playoffs like we are used to midway doing. But, you know, the offense took a major step forward last night outside of one drive where it shot itself in the foot and capitalizing on a big play and had to settle for a field goal. Um, the midway offense took a pretty big step forward, and this was not the same midway team that we saw against Austin Westlake. But the defense needs to be a little bit more consistent if it's going to compete because, I mean, it's not going to get easier in that district. Sure. Waco high next week, but then Duncanville the week after that, probably going to wind up playing either Cedar, the loser of Cedar Hill and DeSoto the week after that on the road, mind you. And then if you're able to get a full district slate, that means the games that you have left are the winner of Cedar Hill, DeSoto and Waxahachie at the end of the season. Like, it's not going to get easier. The defense is going to have to find a way to be more consistent um, to keep it in games because I'm not sure as good as that offense is. And Garrett Childers, when he got settled in, he looked fantastic. And the offense did look brilliant at times after Childers got settled in there after that opening drive that it resulted in an interception. But the, the defense is going to have to play more consistent because I'm not sure that that offense is going to be able to score the points it needs to for the defense to not play more consistently. Yeah, they, they were able to run the football between the tackles, which we have not seen uh, in those first couple of games. And then you're right, defensively, they just could not find a way when they had to to get off the field. No, and after the game, uh, he probably told you guys the same thing, but Jeff Hume told us, and we're airing next soundbite tonight on Friday Night Lights, that we knew where Mansfield was going to run it. But we just weren't able to stop it. So it's just trying to fix the little things because, uh, like we said, like, you know, Waco High next week, so a two-time reigning state runner-up the week after that. Curtis, uh, some of the games you'll be at tonight, I know you'll be taking in Belton and Cove. And Belton had sort of a, a rocky, you know, non-district schedule, but they come out and get the win against Colleen last Thursday. Uh, what do you expect as those two teams uh, strap it up tonight? I expect Belton to pick up right where it left off. You know, I got to see the whole Belton-Colleen game last week, and um, it was not the I mean, you look at Belton's non-district, and I don't know that I put any stock into 0-3 coming out of that non-district because those are three teams that are going to make deep runs in the playoffs in Georgetown um, and Midland Lee and, oh, week two is escaping me now that I'm trying to talk about it. Round Rock. Um, and – 
those are three really good playoff teams that are going to probably make deep runs. Midland Lee's probably going to wind up playing for a Region 1 title in 6A division or whichever division it goes to. Um, and so I don't put – but it's going to it's going to have to make sure it doesn't take a step back because even though Coppers Cove is not as good as it was that those last few years of the Jack Welch era or the first year of the Jack Alvarez era – this is a team that is athletic and skilled enough with enough returning pieces that if you lay down like Harker Heights did at Bryan last week, they will beat you. Curtis, we, we know that uh, Temple's, at least in my opinion, Temple's a good football team. The question for me is how good? I think that's the question for everybody, right? I mean, how Longview is that win is aging really well. The Magnolia West win is still aging kind of well. Arlington Martin, I mean, that's not that's not a loss you hang your head you hang your hat with. And then you go and you open up district with a win. And sure, it's Copper's Cove, but a win is a win. You don't apologizing for <laughs> for winning. I, I think I think by the time we figure out just how good Temple is or can be, it might be too late. It might be next Thursday night, because I do believe Temple goes to Shoemaker on Thursday. Um, it could be next Thursday night we figure out how good Temple is. It could be in the playoffs. Um, I think that's a question a lot of people have. I think Temple does have the potential to not only win its first district title back in the 6A ranks, I think it's got the potential to make a run in Region 2 if it can get past whichever Division 2 schools it winds up playing from, uh, from District 11. And if you're Temple right now, you're eyeing that you want to make sure that you're the number one seed in Division Two, because who's going to wind up going Division Two? Probably Cedar Hill, Midway, because I think Duncanville and DeSoto both have to go Division One out of that district. So you know you're not going to get those two. But it, it's I, you have to look um, down the line, and I don't know who else is going to test. Uh, who's Temple's biggest test is going to be the rest of district play? it's probably Shoemaker and Harker Heights. And I think those might be the first two chances we get to see just how good Temple is or isn't. Curtis, let's talk about the mystery that is 11-3-A. And it, <laughs> it continues to surprise every week. But the game I wanted to – one of the games I wanted to ask you about is is Joe and Lorena. Lorena comes off the bye week and uh, beats a McGregor team that seems like it might have figured things out. And Joe has a tough loss to Troy after they sort of got things back on track. Um, I know there's really no way to tell what's going to happen in this district, but what do you think is going to happen in, uh, in, in that Lorena and, and Yo game? The only thing I know that's going to happen in District 11 tonight is we're going to end the night and go, huh, with <laughs> one of these games. <laughs> uh, you know, we've done that with McGregor twice with the way McGregor, not just that McGregor beat Rockdale, but how McGregor beat Rockdale. Then how McGregor beat Troy. Um, I think in that Lorena Cameron Yo game, I think what you're going to see is whoever gets looking at it on paper. I think it's one of those whoever gets the ball last wins in my book. You've got two spread offenses, you've got two defenses that show show glimpses of being great at times and show glimpses of struggling at times. Um, man, I, I do. This game has the potential to be anywhere between like a seven-six ball game and a missed PAT is what wins it to really, really pointy where it's getting into the 50s or the or the, the high 40s or the mid to low 50s. Like, 
the only thing that I know to expect is I think this game gets is going to be really, really close. You know, I was I, I, I keep I keep thinking about the Academy and Rockdale game and, and I think I'm I think I know who's supposed to take care of that. But with this league this year, don't know. I mean, seriously. Right. <laughs> and as you point out, there's always one or sometimes even some weeks, even two games in this league that you just start scratching your head and go, didn't see that one. Right. And some of those games where you go, oh, wow, I'm starting to question that I ever knew high school football in, the, in that district. And I think that Academy Rockdale could be another one, you know, after um, Cameron Valdez commits yesterday to go r- play running, go play as a running back at Texas Tech, an awesome pickup for the Red Raiders, I might add. Um, you know, does he use that as motivation? Does he ride the high? Hey, I committed. I'm going to be a running back in the Big 12. Or does that commitment wind up distracting the Rockdale offense? And that's, the, I think that's my biggest question mark in this game is, is it is it a high in a, as a momentum? Or is it a high that's a distraction for the Rockdale offense tonight? Because if the Rockdale offense can get going, I do think this is the best offense that the Academy defense will have seen all season. All right, Curtis. Hey, we appreciate uh, your time. Have a have a fun night. And yeah, I, I guess I'm going to say stay dry. I think I think you will. But uh, sorry, Curtis. I think, I think the rain's gone. I'm worried about staying warm tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's just a north wind at 30. Curtis, one more thing. I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are about uh, Oklahoma State, Iowa State tomorrow. I love this game. Oh, I love this game. Um, I think that Oklahoma, I, I think it all depends on who's at quarterback because for the Cowboys, because Brock Purdy has been getting more consistent as of late, but is still arguably the most inconsistent quarterback in the Big 12 Conference this season, especially if you look at how he played against TCU and Oklahoma. Um, but you know, Spencer Sanders was supposed to return for Oklahoma state against Baylor when that game was originally scheduled for last week. If Spencer Sanders comes back, which Spencer Sanders shows up, the one that was in Lubbock last year and put the ball on the carpet five times or the one who was brilliant, um, in probably most of his other games last season. I mean, um, this, if, if it's Shane Illingworth, how does he handle, a team like Iowa State, because this is hands down the best team Oklahoma State has played to this point in the season. I think it's really, really intriguing. Um, I know what what's the line? Three and a half on it. And I think on my podcast, I picked Oklahoma State at minus three and a half. But I think my exact words were, I don't feel good about it. I think this is a field goal game. And I think this is probably the best Oklahoma State-Iowa State matchup since 2011. Hey, I asked the question around here, is this game for the conference championship. You know, I can see it. I think Kansas state would like a word because Kansas state still has to go through the meat of its schedule outside of Oklahoma. It still has Iowa state. It still has Baylor. It still has um, Oklahoma state. Um, I think if you look at the big 12 title race, um, I mean, Texas mathematically and Oklahoma mathematically not out of it completely because of how the conference is going to probably shake out this year. I can see this being um, down the line, two of three teams competing for a conference title because the way it's going right now, I would, I would be shocked if the big 12 title game was anything other than two out of three between Oklahoma state, Iowa state and Kansas state, because to me, those are the three most consistent and the three best teams in the big 12 to date. 
Curtis, appreciate it. Have a have a great Friday night. Uh, enjoy high school football, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Always a thrill, guys. Thank you so much. See you later. He, you notice he mentioned Iowa State, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State. And uh, raise your hand if that, those were the three teams that you picked uh, at the beginning of the year to to be in a conversation about the Big Twelve title. And, and again, I realize we are a long way from making that determination. And again, uh, we'll talk a little bit later on about Baylor and Texas, but, and he's right. Texas is certainly not mathematically out of it. And what do we know? I mean, in, in how good is Baylor? What do we know about the, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of questions uh, still to be answered, but when you start to look at Oklahoma state at number six and uh, Iowa state, you know, they had that, uh, that rough uh, for opening weekend and Kansas state had that rough opening weekend. But after that, Man, those two have, uh, have have gotten it going. And, of course, we uh, we realize that Oklahoma State's playing pretty good football. So it'll be interesting to see. And then, of course, it's the uh, the Big 12 title game then, uh, Stephen. So you, you're you going to see a repeat of, of somebody. Uh, one of these matchups is going to be a repeat in that, in that Big 12 championship game, which right now is scheduled for December the 12th. But I, I got to believe that at some point they're going to go ahead and announce that that game's going to get pushed back to the 19th. I mean, you've got some you got some COVID issues like with Baylor and Oklahoma State. So, uh, you know, if one or both of those teams are in the game or potentially going to be in the game or that game that they missed has implications on who's going to win the championship, the regular season championship, and get to the title game, any of that takes place, and you would think that it possibly and probably will, then they'll have to move – I think they'll have to move the title game. Or if just you look up and all of a sudden you got three games on the twelfth, which could be a possibility. Absolutely on, could on how things shake out. But yeah, I mean Kansas State's really come out of nowhere. I think Iowa State and Oklahoma State. There was some chatter about those teams for sure, especially Oklahoma State. But after that first weekend, I'm not sure how many people thought that was going to happen. But it's just uh, that, that's how it's shaking out right now, and that's a big game on Saturday. Yeah, everybody was laughing, weren't they? After the first week, the Big Twelve, they did what? against the the Sun Belt. Anyway, uh, 3.35, we are going to uh, step aside, and when we come back, we'll dive into some uh, some more high school football. We'll do that next when we continue here on a Football Friday on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate, Tom Herman, this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas, this Saturday from Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show has teamed up with the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas to bring you a benefit gun show to Waco, Texas, October 24th and 25th at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. 208-foot tables of vendors are available. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. This is the first show of a twice-yearly benefit, hopefully for many years to come in Waco. Do not miss this show, either as a patron or a vendor. Tables still available. Contact the Real Texas Gun Show on Facebook. 
Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners to the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements Close your eyes and imagine this with me. Two all-beef patties, American and Monterey Jack cheese, sizzling bacon, and the smooth, roasted heat of Hatch Green chilies, all on a 5-inch bun. You hungry yet? Good news. You just don't have to imagine anymore. You could taste it yourself on the new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger. Make this flavorful fantasy a reality, but do it soon. You can only get this burger for a limited time. So get down to Whataburger and get your hands on this perfect burger while you still can. You know, just a, just a few minutes ago, wasn't that long ago, uh, Stephen and I were talking about Christmas and, and and Christmas decorations and things of that nature. Well, guys, it, it, I'm telling you, it we're we're uh, we're an eyelash away from November, and that means Christmas is just around the corner. So you may want to start uh, start that process, if you know what I mean, and start uh, start doing a little Christmas shopping and and buying those Christmas gifts and. Or any gift for that matter, but whether it's a birthday, anniversary, or uh, or a Christmas gift, why not check out the fine folks at Morrison's Gifts? They've been in business since 1979. Think about that, 1979. They got to be doing something really, really well to be uh, to be open for 41 years, serving Waco and Central Texas. Waco and Central Texas gift store for every occasion. You can check out John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, jewelry, and a whole lot more. And guys, here's <laughs> this is my favorite part. When you make that purchase. You don't have to worry about trying to figure out how to wrap it. They're going to do that for you. They've got free gift wrapping available, and uh, it's it's that's the kind of that's the kind of thing you're going to get at Morrison's Gifts. Morrison's Gifts. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. I was just thinking, what if what is today, Stephen? The 23rd, 20th, yes, 23rd. Yeah. So, what if you went today, made that purchase, had it gift wrap? And you, on the 23rd of October, would be through with a lot of your Christmas shopping. That would be a pretty cool feeling not to have to deal with that and have it over with. And and, and you're going to have a really cool gift on Christmas morning. So check them out today. That's uh, Morrison's Gifts. And, again, they're uh, they're located in Waco at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinsch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. Thursday night football last night, the Eagles come back and beat the Giants 22 to 21. 
Appalachian State rolls Arkansas State 45-17. In high school football, Shoemaker beat Colleen 45-24 last night, and Midway fell to Mansfield 28-24. Game three of the World Series tonight from Globe Life Field. Dodgers and Rays all tied up at one game apiece. First pitch at 7.08. The 2020 NBA Draft on November 18th will be held virtually and hosted from the ESPN Home Studios in Bristol. High school football tonight on our airwaves. 7 o'clock pregame for Robinson at China Springs on kicker 1590 and 99.3 FM. And Temple Wildcats host the Bryan Vikings for homecoming. 7 o'clock pregame over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Football Friday here at ESPN Central Texas, 1660 AM. And you can also find us on the FM dial at 92.3 and down in Temple at 100.9 FM. And Man, we uh, we had a fun one last night, Stephen. I'll, t- I'll tell you, it was a, it was a fun football game to uh, game, to work. Huh? It, it, uh, man, and, and it was a seesaw deal. I mean, it was uh, it was Mansfield up by by a touchdown. Then Midway uh, with two unanswered scores, and they take a 10-7 lead. Then right before halftime, Mansfield scores to take the halftime lead. Then Midway comes out and recaptures the lead early in the third quarter, only to see Mansfield recapture the lead, only to see Midway recapture the lead only to see Mansfield score midway through the fourth quarter and win the game. It was that kind of football game. And uh, there for a while, I thought the team with the football last was going to be the team that won. And as Curtis was talking about earlier, midway, man, the Panthers uh, have come a million miles offensively. And and uh, they were able to run the football. And they were able to run the football between the tackles. And, in fact, uh, uh, for, for, uh, for midway, uh, Jaden Johnson had uh, 134 yards on 18 carries. I mean, he had a very nice night. And, and Childers, the quarterback, also uh, he had a nice night. He had 50, another 59 yards. So you had you had close to 200 yards on the ground uh, from Midway. Uh, in fact, well, actually 206 on the ground for the Panthers. So they were able to run the football. And and, and Garrett struggled a little bit throwing the football uh, in the first half. And and he again on that opening drive, he, they're driving down the field and. And it looked like they were going to go in and get that early 7 nothing lead, but he throws a pick uh, and, and really kind of struggled uh, offensively. But the big takeaway was the offensive line for me. In fact, they were our our uh, our player players of the game was, was the offensive line because they were able to, again, 200-plus yards rushing, and then they were, a, uh, they were able to do some things. They picked up the blitz. I think, I think uh, Mansfield blitzed one time early in the game and got to him. But after that, they picked up the blitz, and, and their protection packages were really, really on on target last night, and they did a good job. The one issue they had, seriously, uh, in, in their kicking game, again, Maldonado, you know, knocks home a field goal. I mean, he hasn't missed anything. Field goals or extra points are spot on. The issue, the the one issue uh, last night was was when the game was on the line, was getting off the field, and they were not able to get off the field, and. Uh, consequently, they lose uh, last night, twenty-eight, twenty-four. Now they're zero and one in the district. They'll wait for uh, they got mid, uh, Waco High on Friday night, a week from tonight, and then Duncanville, mm-hmm. and, and that's their zone. And then wherever they finish in the zone situation, uh, they'll play. Uh, they'll play uh, from the opposite zone, and and they'll have that little zone playoff. Though, then the teams that they. The other three teams that they haven't played in that zone, they'll eventually play. And if everything goes okay and we don't have any shutdowns, you kind of ignore the zone play 
and, and you go with just regular, just a regular season play. And after, honestly, for me, after they lost last night, boy, I'm crossing my fingers for that. Uh, that, that that they get to play all of their district games and and uh, hopefully as they continue to improve then then have a chance to go win some games and and we were looking at it I mean they could finish fourth in the district and they could very well end up playing let's say Temple wins the league right wouldn't that be fun so, yeah Temple or or Shoemaker whoever it might be yeah. it's, it's going to be a local school if it ends sure. up that way um, and you're right I mean they need the longer season now because best you're going to finish in the zone is two and one and that would be a pretty significant upset against the Duncanville team that's been very good for the past few years but good to see that the offense has sort of gotten on track you discussed the first couple weeks the struggles with the blitz packages and not being able to pick things up they did a better job of that last night they're able to run the football which helps Mm -hmm. a quarterback out a ton and just couldn't slow down a Mansfield team that was really physical and wanted to run the ball downhill and gave up a, a few big plays and some big drives and that that'll cost you a football game and that's just part of you know this tough district i mean mansfield is probably gonna be fighting for their playoff life too absolutely they're, they're still a good football team and you know they they caught midway at home and, and found a way to pull it out but you're seeing the improvement the question for midway now is can they continue to improve and, and maybe pull off a couple wins that you might not expect them to get later in the season and and write the ship and, and get to the post. Well, you make a great point. Uh, you, improvement is, I mean, you can make improvement all you want to, but at some mm-hmm. point you got to start winning some football games yeah. if you're if you're banking on this season. And I don't know any football player or any 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 competitor, period, that 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 it's not about now. I mean, sure. And obviously you're, you're trying to build, and you, and you obviously build for the future and all that kind of stuff. But, no, they want to win now, and so the, it's, it's time to start – uh, turning that uh, that progress into some wins, and they'll get their next opportunity Friday night against Waco High. Are you going to a game tonight, Tom? I don't know. I mean, uh, there's a pretty there's a pretty good baseball game that's that's mm-hmm. on TV tonight, and uh, I also uh, see where uh, Bosqueville and Crawford may be appearing on my television set. So okay, uh, that would uh, that would not be a bad Tom's scenario. Tom's stay in the heat tonight. So and and yesterday was kind of a long day. Uh, no, you'll, you'll be okay, Tom. <laughs> we'll see. 346, this is ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learned something new, Stretch. Here's a guy that just <laughs> wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I didn't say it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. <laughs> well, Golly, deep fried summer I mean, sausage. Grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Central, and Hoheim Prairie. Their real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out, 401 South Madison in McGregor, or learn more at psrealtors.com. 
business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. It's Ram Power Days at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus competitive pickup owners get an additional $1,000 off. Or how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Ram Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments, only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually, pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rates subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Thursday night football last night, the Eagles come back and beat the Giants 22 to 21. Appalachian State rolls Arkansas State 45 to 17. In high school football, Shoemaker beat Colleen 45 to 24 last night and Midway fell to Mansfield 28-24. Game three of the World Series tonight from Globe Life Field. Dodgers and Rays all tied up at one game apiece. First pitch at 7.08. The 2020 NBA Draft on November 18th will be held virtually and hosted from the ESPN home studios in Bristol. High school football tonight on our airwaves. 7 o'clock pregame for Robinson at China Springs on kicker 1590 and 99.3 FM. And Temple Wildcats host the Bryan Vikings for homecoming. 7 o'clock pregame over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Three fifty, ten away from 4. Cloudy skies, 53 degrees. What? I, I don't know this song, and I cannot... Uh, is this CCR? Okay, there we go. It is, yeah. All right, all right. Fortunate son. Yeah. Every time I hear this song, though, you know, you know what movie I think of? Remember the Titans? You see, I was—I don't know why I was thinking uh, uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, it's probably in Forrest Gump too. I just—I associate CCR mostly with Remember the Titans because there's a lot of what a great movie. Yeah, there's a lot of those songs, and that came out sort of—I can't remember—I was still a kid. Do I, you have a favorite sports movie, by the way? Yeah, it's probably that one. Um, I like Field of Dreams a lot. Yeah, it's a good one. But those are probably top two. Ma- Major League's funny, but I almost feel like it's yeah. in a different category. I um, 
42 for me. I, oh, okay. I, I love 42. What a, what a great movie. Uh, and that's, I, I bet I've seen it 20 times. I, I had it DVR'd and all of that stuff. So uh, over and over and over again, I've watched, I've watched 42. So hang on. You can write on the back of that. Yeah. I like that movie too. I saw hey, it. You know, in, yesterday uh, you put out an email barking at us and today you just storm in here and start writing notes. So, uh, top left hand drawer on my, uh, uh thank you. <laughs> so yeah, Debbie just comes. I mean, she sends out the email. I mean, it's, it's almost four on a Friday. She's ready to go home. Yeah. She says, Tom, I need these, I need these answers right now. So, and by golly, she got them too, didn't she? She, she did. When she you run em. the joint, you run the joint. So that's right. There you go. Uh, yeah. 42 is good. I, I saw it in theaters. I don't really think I've revisited it since, but that's uh yeah, that's a great one. Uh, I'm trying to think of one I just saw. It's not a new movie, but I just saw, and it was the uh, Syracuse running back. Not, not, not. Uh, oh, the Express, Ernie Davis. Yeah, what a. Um, I mean, if you aren't emotional after watching that movie, man, oh man. Yeah, I had no idea about his story uh, before I saw that. Really, so that was a really enlightening movie, and and one of those that I didn't I didn't know a ton about before before it came out. There's a lot of tremendous sports movies, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, John Goodwin in in the Babe. I mean, uh, I've seen that several times. I like to watch that movie, but uh, yeah, Sandlot again, kind of an offbeat one. <laughs> fun one, it's I fun. love it. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Bang the Drum? No, I haven't. Get it. The old movie about uh, uh, just get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Three fifty three, seven away from four here on a uh, a football Friday, and. Man, we, we've got Temple coming up tonight over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, against the Bryant Vikings. And Robinson, of course, will be taking on the China Spring Cougars. Important game for China uh, mm-hmm. as China and Conley and, and uh, Chase Salado. And Salado's kind of in the – well, they're not kind of. They are in the driver's seat in, uh, in that district. Yeah, China Spring coming off that loss. They want to obviously bounce back and try to get a dub and um, you know playing a Robinson team that's struggling. So you want to come out there and – and, and make a statement and I know coach Rubel his his team's fighting for their playoff life now Tom so so they got to try to find a way the backs are kind of against the wall there yeah they got to have they, I mean it's it's no more doing any math it's yeah. it's about winning winning football games so uh and you got a couple of weeks left because remember they elected in that district to play straight through and mm-hmm. take that last week as an off week just in case they needed it. Every district has done it a little differently. I mean, you've got some districts on a five-day schedule, some districts uh, with a, uh, a an extra open day. I mean, there's, you know, the Midway District using the zone format. Everybody's doing a little bit different. Don't forget baseball tonight. Uh, w- just a quick thought on, 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 on the game. To me, this game is all about, particularly tonight's game, it's all about what happens on the mound. You've got two really good arms going mm-hmm. to the hill. Yeah, Morton's been outstanding. I know uh, Leon, who texts in frequently, thinks the Rays are going to get the victory tonight because of him, and, and Bueller's going for for L.A. But, yes, who can manufacture some runs? Who can catch somebody in some bad counts or, or bad balls and, and hit them out? Who can take advantage of those opportunities? Because you, you think runs will be at a premium tonight, and it's probably going to be a, a sort of a grinded-out type game. Well, unless one or both lay an egg, I mean, that's what it's going to be about. Morton's got a 0.57 Earn run average in postseason play. That's not, that's not bad, Tom. That's nuts. So, and, and you know, <laughs> then you you look on the on the flip side, and 
And uh, Bueller's got a 1.89. You're like, wow, that's really good until you look at Morton's 0.57. All right, uh, 3.55, 5 in front of 4 o'clock. We're going to step aside and we're coming back with Hour 2 and we kick it off with Campus Confidential. We do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I have a mark on the line. Wanted to know what he needs to do to check out the van. (laughs) Wait, excuse me, who? We got the email yesterday saying saying if anyone needs to check out the van, they need to go to to, uh, Debbie Dev from the fifth floor of the office to sign it out. Well, I don't think Debbie got the email either. She She said she... Okay, well, she transferred him to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Transfer back, back? yeah, and say, hey, this is for you, per your email. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California... Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, CreateACommotion.com. Hey, let's talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. We're talking about the Pioneer Boys. And, you know, if you're uh, if you're building a uh, a metal building or a barnuminium, which happens to be one of the coolest things going right now, and you don't know how to get started, why don't you just contact our friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe? They're going to help you locate the best contractor for the project. You see, they service the largest selection a metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they'll be more than happy to kind of point you in the right direction. Not only that, but Pioneer Steel and Pipe, uh, they they offer uh, custom metal buildings, residential metal buildings, uh, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They do it all at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They, uh, they carry all sizes of pipe from 1.5 inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Also, square tubing 1.5 inch to 6 inches for all your weekend projects such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs and and, uh, and and keep in mind now this uh this comes in black or uh, already primed that's just some of the cool things that they've got going on at pioneer steel and pipes locally owned and operated they've been serving central texas for four generations since 19 19- 43. Check them out today at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've got locations in Waco and in Bryan, and they're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 till 5 and on Saturday from 8 till noon. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Remember, you can check them out also at pioneerboys.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. It's a football Friday at ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barker, Stephen Simcox. We, we, we've talked a lot of high school football, and you can hear the music. You know what that means. That means we're going to talk some college football. It's Campus Confidential. Yeah, thank you, Tom. So uh, first story I want to get into, actually you guys talked about it this morning. It was a good discussion, but um, in case you missed it, the uh, the Army-Navy game is going to get moved to West Point. Have you ever been to West Point, Tom? I have not. Okay. I have not. But I know your son, your son's in the military, right? Mm, yeah, he's in the Air Force. Okay, mm -hmm. Air Force. Mm -hmm. um, and that's always a fantastic game. It's, it's generally played in Philadelphia. But just because of COVID-19, some of the issues going on, um, they, they're they not going to get to play at the link where the Eagles play. So they're going to move it to West Point. And there's not going to be fans outside of, at least right now, they don't expect fans outside of the Corps Cadets and the Midshipmen, which is really what the game's about. Yeah, it's for anyway, them anyway. Yeah. It's for them. Um, but it should be a cool atmosphere. I mean, I know, I guess it's not ideal and that it's not in that neutral site and maybe we'll have to travel. Uh, but army is not a, a program that gets a ton of attention except for that game. So they'll get to show off, you know, where they are, their facilities, et cetera. And it'll be on the service Academy campus for the first time since the forties. Isn't that December the 12th? Yes, it is. Oh, that's unfortunate. And they typically get. Because that used to be, I mean, yes. that, that, I mean, it that was, was the game. It was CBS doing that game, and that was it. You watch that game. It was the weekend after the conference title games, right. or if they had like a bye week, sometimes they'd sneak it in there. But it was the one game in college football, except I think maybe one year, you know, FSU scheduled the rescheduled the non con game, but it was pretty much the only show in town. Yeah, and it was, it was the game, and normally, the crew that did the uh, that Saturday afternoon SEC matchup, they did that game, mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, it was the attention was on them, and rightfully so. I mean, it's, why not feature our 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 military men and women uh, one Saturday afternoon? And it's uh, for me, and I've said this this morning. 
that game, that one game, who cares who wins? That right. game is about the pageantry of uh, of our military. It's also about it's it's about traditional football, in my opinion. I mean, you see guys laying it on the line, and and those guys, ninety nine point nine point nine percent of those guys know what what's what's next. It's a military career. It's not a it's not an NFL career. And yeah, they play their they play their tails off. I mean, you know, and then it's a running game. You, you see mm-hmm. five passes the whole game. I mean, I love it. Yeah. I, I think it's a great Saturday. It's triple option. It's mm-hmm. always super competitive. And you know, Navy dominated it for a while, and Army has gotten a lot better um, in, in the last few years. But it's it is it's one of the best games in college football. The pageantry is is incredible. And no, you're right. It's not about. I, I think Keenan Reynolds. Navy quarterback a couple of years ago had a chance to get drafted. I can't remember if he ended up getting drafted or not, but it's not about going to the next level. It's just about, you know, those guys representing their university well, representing their service academies well, and, and they go on and, and become, you know, real heroes. Do we have a flyover for that? If so, is Troy Aikman going to be okay with that? <laughs> just checking. I, I, I think it'll be all right. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. Florida has – Florida's still pausing activities, Tom. Now, the good news is the Florida football team, they have a bye week this week. They're supposed to play Missouri on Halloween, which is next Saturday, but they are still in quarantine. Brett McMurphy, who covers college football for the stadium network, says every member of the Gators program that went to Texas A&M on October 10th remains in quarantine until Monday. Obviously, some people are getting some, you know, having some fun with this because Dan Mullen has been very sort of outspoken about he wants fans in the stands, but this is unfortunate. They've been in quarantine for a long time, on lockdown for a long time, and and we'll see if, if they're able to, to get out soon. But another team dealing with, with what Baylor dealt with yep. for, you know, last week. And we'll see if they're ready to go and and uh, and they can play next Saturday against Mizzou. Yeah, he wants he wants 90,000 in the swamp. And, of course, he won't be one of them. He's quarantined in his bedroom. And, and there was some they, – they asked about his quarantine, and he said, yeah, I mean, he has to stay separated from his family. So I think he's kind of just kind of locked down in his bedroom while – the rest of the family go goes on about their uh, their normal routine. So, uh, strange, strange, twenty twenty. It really is. Uh, Jeff Brom is the Purdue coach, and Big Ten football is coming back this weekend tonight. Yes, tonight he tested positive for COVID nineteen. They're playing Iowa on Saturday. Um, now Purdue made a filed a motion. They filed an appeal to the NCAA and to the Big Ten, asking could he possibly coach remotely. And the NCAA and the Big Ten has denied that, saying communication must end 90 minutes before kickoff. So Brom can do his normal coaching duties. He's been able to work them through practice. He's been able to talk to them during the walkthroughs. But an hour and a half before kickoff, Tom, he's going to get cut off and he won't be able to talk to them. Now, Saban was able to test out of this, but I guess Jeff Brom can I was going to say, why wasn't he testing yesterday <laughs> and today and tomorrow morning? So, if one can, the other can, right? Uh, yeah, you would think so. Now, maybe he's still testing positive. Maybe that's the issue here. Maybe the Big Ten has stricter protocols. I do think it's kind of ridiculous. I understand the, the issue of you don't want outside communication during games, but, I mean, it's could you, could you make a one-time exception? I... For me, I, I I said the same thing with uh, with Saban. Yeah, with Saban. I thought you know, just for this year. Yeah, j- right. I mean, just this year, give him a cell phone and and uh, and it could be in, uh, uh, an NCAA s- official, maybe that something. I mean, that, that oversees could, the communication, right? Can monitor the calls and uh, what have you. But 
Why? I mean, he, why couldn't he FaceTime with us? You know, with us, with yeah. his staff, or with his football team, or at least let him have some communication with his with his staff at halftime while they try to circle the wagon and regroup a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I, I get why you can't during the regular season. It would be ridiculous uh, because then you have no clue who's. You couldn't. Mm-hmm. You couldn't manage that. There's no way. But you're right. This is. Th- there's nothing normal about what we're doing here in 2020. I mean, when you got a football season for one league that is starting tonight, you've still got one more league that still hasn't started. Mm-hmm. Find me anything normal about that. There's nothing normal about the foot. You've got Division Three playing in February. Find me something normal about this. No, you're right. I mean, it's it's all in flux. It's all crazy. And I, I feel like there's ways you can monitor this and figure it out and, um, you know, make it happen without it being th- this big deal. But I, I understand they're I guess they're trying to, you know, keep everything at face value. But anyway, Jeff Brown will not be available. Also, Rondale Moore, really fun player for Purdue is wide receiver running back. Uh, he's going to be out. He he had opted out of the season when the Big Ten shut down When the Big Ten came back. He opted back in and now he's not playing. They didn't really give a reason why. I don't know if it's injury team discipline issue, whatever it might be, but he, he's not available. So if, if you have any interest in that game, then uh, then just know that he's not going to be playing on Saturday. And tonight, Tom, you mentioned it, uh, Big Ten football gets going this evening, and it's going to be Wisconsin and Illinois. Now I know you got high school football in the brain. you got some baseball in the brain. Will you flip over – and tune into Wisconsin, Illinois at all? Yeah, a little bit, uh, okay. but it's 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 not it's not at the the top of the of the heap. I can assure you. Now, and Ohio State plays Nebraska, and I assume if they win, they'll probably jump up to number one because they've been sitting at. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> they've been sitting at four or five uh, this whole time, but uh, yes, another conference gets involved, and it's just funny, man. I understand things change in this pandemic so rapidly. But they were so strong about not playing football, and it wasn't safe, and every they thought everybody was going to follow their lead, and and now they're they're sort of sulking back in late October. Yeah, and that's the thing. They thought everybody was going to go. Hey, they made this decision. They must be a hundred percent correct. We're going to do the same. Well, everybody kind of pushed back and went. No, nah, I don't think so. And we'll we'll mention this. We'll have a whole segment on Baylor, Texas, or kind of one more segment. We'll also talk to Quan Cosby at four forty five today. But just so everybody knows. Um, you can hear that game starting at 12.30 tomorrow on ESPN Central Texas and kickoffs at 2.30. So uh, Baylor, Texas will be on our airwaves tomorrow afternoon time. And that's what I got for Campus Confidential. Hey, there's one thing I want to throw in here on Campus Confidential. Okay, go okay. ahead. Yep. Uh, as you mentioned, I guess, last week that uh, uh, your one loss record is irrelevant this year when it comes to being bowl eligible. Is that right? I mean, you you can yeah, be sub five hundred this year. You can be you can have any record, and they'll invite you to a bowl game. Yep. If they have bowl games, Holiday Bowl not being played this season, Red Box Bowl in Santa Clara, California, not being played this season, Bahamas Bowl, Hawaii Bowl, all canceled earlier this month. Hmm. So you've just put what uh, eight teams. Eight teams out. Uh, yeah, eight teams out of out of postseason play. Well, we'll see how that goes. That's interesting. That makes sense with the California bowls i had heard about the bahamas bowl and the hawaii bowl just because of travel regulations um we might see more and more get canceled i mean you can't i can't see a scenario where there's going to be a lot of fans in the stands maybe in <laughs> well in those bowl games there wasn't a lot yeah. of fans in the stands anyway <laughs> right but i i don't know if there's gonna be a crowd at all it's gonna be tough it's gonna be very different so we'll see who holds on and, and who decides just to to, to take a break but that's interesting because you know so much of espn's programming around the holidays are those oh, yeah. random bowl games but they'll figure something out well yeah they're going to show you uh, a bowl game from 1984 
uh, <laughs> instead of a live football game. All right, 411, 11 minutes after 4 o'clock. This is ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us on the way. We talk some Cowboys, Redskins. We do that next on ESPN. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Backroads Food and Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh made pizza. Before those out of town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food and Fuel, 101 West Avenue C in Valley Mills. Go Eagles! At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. What a strong cold front that moved through today. And if you are headed out this evening, especially for high school football, make sure you grab your jacket. You're going to need layers tonight. It's going to be cold. We've got cloudy skies in the forecast. Temperatures around 50 degrees at kickoff with breezy conditions. We're talking wind chills in the 40s throughout the evening. And then overnight with the clouds around, we'll drop to around 42 degrees. Tomorrow we kick off the weekend with mostly cloudy skies but I think the clouds break up a little bit by the afternoon. Still a cool day, a high of 65 and partly sunny skies. It'll be warmer on Sunday with a high of 82. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30, 6 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. 
Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Thursday night football last night, the Eagles come back and beat the Giants 22 to 21. Appalachian State rolls Arkansas State 45 to 17. In high school football, Shoemaker beat Colleen 45 to 24 last night and Midway fell to Mansfield 28-24. Game three of the World Series tonight from Globe Life Field. Dodgers and Rays all tied up at one game apiece. First pitch at 7.08. The 2020 NBA Draft on November 18th will be held virtually and hosted from the ESPN home studios in Bristol. High school football tonight on our airwaves. 7 o'clock pregame for Robinson at China Springs on kicker 1590 and 99.3 FM. And Temple Wildcats host the Bryan Vikings for homecoming. 7 o'clock pregame over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four sixteen. this is a football Friday edition. ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stephen, glad you're with us. Cloudy skies, windy, 53 degrees, and Steven, it's kind of got that football, crisp football Friday feel to it uh, this evening. So, And I'm sure Q is going to uh, be, in, be in a tank top and in, uh, in shorts on the sideline <laughs> for, the, for the Temple game. Yeah, he was talking about that on, on UNR. He's, <laughs> he's not super excited about, you know, standing out there in the cold. Of course, Ward was giving him a hard time because he's going to be in the nice warm booth there in Temple. Um, apparently, the windows don't open, so it's just sort of a nice indoor space. And Q will be... Uh, roughing it out there, but Billy Ray gave him some hand warmers before he left. So that's, Did he really? That's helpful. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, Billy Ray's always taking care of. People. He's he's a good dude. Hey, he he, uh, he brought Garrett a uh, a uh, care package uh, about a week ago, I think, maybe even two weeks ago. And you know, Garrett's had a uh, he's had a cold for like seven weeks now, mm-hmm. and, and uh, he brought him a little care package. So Billy Ray from. Uh, from uh, down, da, da, down the hall uh, yeah, in he, Studio E. In Studio E and Shooter, yeah. Yeah, Shooter and, and uh, also Kicker, by the way. Uh, he, uh, he he takes care of uh, takes care of everybody around here. 17 after 4. Coming up on Sunday uh, in, in the nation's capital, you got the, the Cowboys and the football team from Washington. And I, I don't know what to think of this football game. I mean, if the Cowboys resemble anything, like they resembled Monday night, mm-hmm. there's no hope. I mean, I mean, why would you have faith in that group that that showed up on Monday night that they're going to play well enough to win against a very bad Washington? Washington's not very good. They're one in five. They're one in five. But I, you know, I almost want to lay money on the skin. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> On, on wa- yeah, on the football team from Washington. Well, uh, yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle. I, I don't really see a path if they don't play better, obviously. Uh, Mike McCarthy w- was speaking to the media today, and I, I think one of the injuries that got lost just because they've had so many, and we found out this week Brandon Knight's not going to play the tackle. Zach Martin's been in concussion protocol mm-hmm. all week. So one of the first things he was asked is where Zach Martin is at, and, and here here's his response. Yeah, I mean, unless something changes here in the next 24 hours, I, I, I don't see Zach uh, – uh, participating, so I, I think we all recognize with it being a Monday night game, it was going to be a you know a challenge. So, uh, but he, he's 
Still not through the protocol. So he's still the only concussion protocol. He's not going to be available. The follow-up was Connor McGovern is a second-year player out of Penn State. He missed all of last year with a torn peck. Uh, would he be the guy that, that steps up and, and replaces Zach Martin on Sunday? Uh, Connor McGovern, he, I thought he did a nice job uh, going in there and you know saw some things early. You know, had the one pressure, a tough pressure there uh, by Bubba Baker, but uh, he's uh, he's having a good week of practice, and you know this is this is his opportunity. And you know, you look at what he went through last year, and and I think he's progressed each and every week. So if uh, if it ends up being Connor, <coughs> he he will be ready to go. So Connor McGovern, uh, Tyler Biotish, Connor Williams, Terrence Steele. I still don't really know who's going to be kicked out at the other tackle spot. Yeah. Just a bunch of household names. Yeah, right there. it's it's a hodgepodge, Tom. And this was this was an O line that coming into this year, you started to have some questions about anyway because Tredrick retired and Tyron Smith had been banged up. But now it it's just a, a mash unit. I mean it, it's a bunch of names have been thrown together and they're going to have to try to uh, block a pretty good front four in, in Washington on Sunday. Did Was it was I the only one that uh, found humor in what he said? Uh, McGovern's had a good week of practice this week. Well, yeah, uh, I could have a good week of practice if I'm going against the Cowboy defense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's true. Not, not a great pass rush there. So he... He probably is feeling pretty good about himself. Maybe that's why they're so bad right now, is they're not getting good looks well, they, they, from the ones. They, you know, one of the terms that they use uh, when first when the first-team offense goes against the first-team defense, they, they call it good on good. Mm -hmm. Well, here they'd have to say average on average. <laughs> I mean, they can't call it good on good. <laughs> yeah, that might be uh, – That's that, stretching it. That's a little generous. Average on average, bad on bad. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Obviously, they're they're going to put those guys out there and see what happens. Um, that's all you can do in that situation. But it's it's certainly not the O line that you were expecting going into the season, and you have a backup quarterback, so it's it's not ideal. Nope, not at all. Uh, Four twenty one. Uh, yeah, and he was also asked, "Is this a is this a must win? This game against Washington is this a must win game?" And he was sort of. Ask about the fallout from the anonymous sources and quotes, and uh, how's practice been after that whole dust up? Well, first of all, it wasn't a controversy; it was external. Um, secondly, I, I, I like the last two Thursday practices because, in, in my view, they're they're chippy, and, and that's what they need to be. Uh, so, uh, as we continue to to keep the Thursday practice real, and uh, so I, I thought the defense clearly practiced better than the offense yesterday. Uh, but it's been it's been a good week of preparation so far. So didn't answer the must win nope. question. <laughs> nope, but it's been chippy. <laughs> never never brushed that, but basically said there's no controversy. You know what happened happened, and and they're gonna move on. I mean, I guess that's all they can do, uh, Tom. But it's it's certainly not a good look for the team. I, I don't know that it's must win, but I think it's can't lose. I mean, they they can't lose this game. You cannot lose this game. You've beaten this group eight out of the last nine years. Mm -hmm. You've just come off the most horrendous performance in every aspect, offense, defense, special teams that you possibly could on in front of everybody, national television. You got to go win the game, don't you? I think so. I, I feel like just from a, a psychological standpoint, you need a victory. And yeah, mathematically, you're going to be in this thing, but... That was a big win for Philly last night. I know it wasn't pretty, and they probably should have lost. Well, they, who cares but at they, this point? They found a way. Yeah. You know, they scratched one out against the Giants, and that's 
who you're going to be chasing for most of the year or, or falling backwards with, whichever you know way you want to put it. Um, I will say on the player front, Leighton Vander, I spoke about an hour ago. I didn't get a chance to pull this audio, but he said on the report of, of players criticizing coaching staff, I think if you're going to put it out there and not put your name on it, you're an absolute coward. Simple as that. Own up to it. So, you know what? Strong words there. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. If, if it's easy to say stuff, uh, I mean, you can go get on social media, Stephen, and and you can be. I, I used to get so frustrated when I would read stuff about uh, about coaches around here, and you know, in, in, and it would be anonymous. And I mean, or you could use one of those handles or whatever. You know what? If you got something to say, say it. And I, and I'm w- I'm with him. Uh, and and I think George Teague was on our program this morning, and he basically said uh, pretty much the same thing that that needs to be in, needs to be internal. And uh, if you got something to say, you need to you know to to talk about it. And he said that when they were playing, that they they would have player only meetings. But if they needed to go have a conversation with the with a coach, they would do it. But they certainly didn't. They didn't take it to the media. And Stretch keeps bringing up the idea that, well, they can't talk to the media after a game about how they feel. Who cares how they feel? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, how they feel should be between them and their coaching staff. Uh, and it not between them, their coaching staff, and the media, and, which subsequently means – America. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so I, 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 I don't see where them talking to the media means that much. But I, I tend to agree. I mean, uh, if you got if you got some issues, keep it in house. Keep it, you know, keep keep it in your family. Who who want quit airing your dirty laundry? One guy that is available uh, on Sunday is Randy Gregory. So Mike McCarthy was asked if Gregory had earned a spot on the game day roster. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're all excited about Randy uh, coming back. Uh, but, you know, we have to look at, you know, the, the whole week's preparation. Obviously, special teams is always a big part of, you know, th- those types of decisions. Uh, but he, he's, he's definitely had uh, a good week and is definitely, definitely worthy of being on the 48. I, I can tell you that. I can't see a way they keep him off. <laughs> I mean, if the, he's got a pulse, he's playing. Yeah, they need all the help they can get. You're not going to keep Randy Gregor out for special teams. I understand that's important, but you know what else is important? Get to the pass, getting the passer, and that's something you haven't done all season long. So I think Randy Gregory will be available. I don't know how effective he'll be, but it's another body in there. Alden Smith has been banged up, but he's going to play. Sean so, Lee, Sean, yeah, I haven't heard about Sean Lee. I'll, I'll look at the injury report here in a minute, but he he might be available as well. Um, but you're going to need you're going to need all the reinforcements you can get, and, and Gregory's one of those guys that can get after the passer. And again, it is a road game. I, I realize, you know, with the with the the fan situation and all these different stadiums, but it, you're still traveling. It's still a road game. You're in you're in uh, you're in somebody else's stadium and all of that stuff. But the, the, all of that aside, Stephen, they got to flush that. I hope like heck they had a good week of practice, like he said they did. And I hope like the Dickens that they had a a good Thursday workout, like Mike McCarthy said they did. They need to go play. I don't. I start to say they need to go play well. They need they need to play well enough to win a football game. They've got to go win a football game. What's your gut feeling? Because I, I think Washington wins this game. I kind of feel the same way. Okay. I kind of feel the same way. And then let's see what happens on Monday. Let's see how many players are, are contacting the media. And, you know, mm-hmm. and but you know, at, at some point, uh, players make plays or don't make plays. You know, but. No, they do, and if they lose, that'll be a fun show on Monday, but Ooh. we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. 
So that's, uh, yeah, that's Mike McCarthy speaking to the media this afternoon. All right, 426. This is uh, 427, rather, I'm sorry. 53 degrees, cloudy skies, ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learn something new, Stretch. Here's a guy that just <laughs> wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I just said it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. <laughs> well, deep fried summer I mean, that's sausage. that's making me grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, if you're looking to set up an outdoor barbecue grill or even an uh, outdoor kitchen, propane grills, turkey cookers, space heaters, cast iron pots and pans, StarTex Propane has everything you need. StarTex Propane is dedicated to providing the best propane service in Central Texas, and it's one of the largest independently owned propane companies in Texas. Propane is a safe, environmentally friendly, and economic, economical source of energy, and uh, propane can be used throughout your home to heat rooms and 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 also water cook indoors and outdoors and uh, with uh, with uh, dry clothes and heat pools and and spas and I mean just goes on and on and on and I promise you uh, I I love to uh, I've told you this a million times I love to grill with with gas I used to be a charcoal dude I I, I just thought charcoal was the way to go but the convenience and the the the, the money that you save when you use when you use uh, propane that's that truly is the way to go and you know uh they for residential customers startex propane can help you with everything related to propane uh home delivery planning your new energy efficient home whatever the case may be they got a tremendous showroom uh, on LaSalle avenue go by and check them out at, at 1201 LaSalle avenue or, or you can even give them a call if you got a question 254-752-6571 that's 752-6571 but uh if, if you want to look you want to take a look and maybe you don't have time to get to, to get by there go check them out online at startexpropane.com that's www.startexpropane.com or you can check them out on Facebook as well. That's StarTex Propane at 1201 LaSalle. Tell them we sent you by. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen. In the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, CreateACommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Former Cowboy safety and current Plano St. Paul the second head coach George Teague talked about the disarray within the Dallas secondary this morning on Game Time. It is very disheartening, and it, it makes you wonder, you know, what's really, really going on. And you've mentioned some things where you're talking about, okay, you know, can it be a better quarterback in the secondary? I mean, getting people lined up and things of that nature. But it seems to be going a little bit deeper than that. I don't know if we're not preparing right or guys really are just that confused about the scheme. But I don't know. It, it, when you see guys just running, you know, straight up the field, with no help when it's continually that you you know you're giving up 300 yards a game but it's not good sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas Four thirty-five. We are uh, twenty-five away from five o'clock. ESPN Central Texas. Uh, big football weekend. Big football Friday. And we were talking about it this morning, Stephen. I love October. I mean, you got uh, football. These football games. It, it's they're they're now incredibly meaningful uh, with uh, at the high school level as you start to kind of wind down uh, and start looking at who who's you know as they jockey for position. 
uh, for the uh, playoffs. And then uh, your college teams kind of doing the same thing. Well, some of them. Uh, some leagues haven't started. Some leagues are getting started this weekend. But normally that's what you have. And then, of course, you have the postseason baseball. And, man, alive, it uh, – it's just kind of fun. I mean, uh, just about every night of the week, you can turn the television on and you've got yourself a a big time ball game of some shape, form, or fashion. And tonight's no different. You're going to have uh, Big Ten football, you're going to have uh, high school football, and you're going to have um, the uh, game three of the World Series. So, hey, pick pick whatever you want. You've you've got it tonight. Uh, just turn the television on. Yeah, it should be a, another fun evening of watching sports, and it's been a really cool month to two months here of just nonstop sports action wall to wall and uh it's disappointing to see baseball coming to an end but the good news is we still got a few games left at least a couple games left and uh the games are only getting bigger and bigger every time they they take the field now so we get game three tonight and um you know whoever wins and, and suddenly we got a best four out of five after uh, after this evening yeah tonight's about pitching i don't think there's any doubt we've talked about it earlier who do you like tonight do you do you like tampa do you like the dodgers uh, who, who's in, in your mind at one to one? Who, who's who's in the driver's seat now that we've had the off night and, and everybody's kind of gotten gotten their uh, their pitching realigned and in their bullpens with a day off and so who do you like tonight and who do you like the rest of the way? Man, this is tough. It I, is. I, I like the Dodgers to win the series, but it's really hard to go against Charlie Morton being on the mound. But I feel like this is a, a pretty pivotal swing game. So I'll trust that, well, that Walker Bueller has a good night on the hill as well, and that Dodgers offense is able to do enough and, and manufacture some runs and get it done and go up two one. But I, I think it's going to be a long series, so it wouldn't shock me if if the Rays won tonight. I mean, they're built for a series like this. I think that's four out of seven because they have a couple starters that they can throw that have been really good so far in the playoffs and been really good all year. And, I mean, Morton is the ultimate momentum stopper, you know, because the, the Strohs had won three in a row. looked like they might jump up and win that thing, and then he just came in there and, and shut them down. In, in my opinion, and, and, of course, it probably won't work this way at all, but I, I think this is – I don't know how the game ends, but I think early in the game, I think it's low scoring. Uh, I, I mean, I could see 0-0 going into the fourth or fifth inning. I mean, these guys can deal. Uh, so – what is the approach offensively for both clubs, for for the Dodgers and for the Rays? I mean, is it be patient, see if you can get these guys to throw some pitches, see if you can maybe run their pitch count up just a little bit? I mean, or or are you going to be aggressive because you think that they're going to pound the strike zone? And I mean, what's the philosophy and in, in, in what's in what's the direction of this game tonight? I mean, I, it could go a couple of different ways. Yeah, I guess you could you could see it either way, depending on kind of how you think the series is going to play out. I feel like the Dodgers will probably be aggressive just because that's what we saw in game one. They were aggressive on the base pass. They were aggressive early in at-bats. But you want to get that guy out of the game as soon as possible. So the fastest way to do that, if, you, if you're not going to be able to rough him up, is to foul pitches off and have long at-bats and make him throw quality strikes. Um, you know, don't swing it at borderline pitches if, if there's a tight strike zone tonight because you want to get that pitch count in the 70s and 80s by the fourth inning so you can see some different arms. Hey, one guy that will be patient, <laughs> no matter what the philosophy is, is Max Muncy. He's a, a, for a power hitter, he is amazingly patient with an incredible eye. I think he has walked 17 or 18 times already in postseason play. It's amazing how many free bases he's gotten, how many innings he's extended 
by by getting a, a free a free base through a walk, and he's also swinging the bat well. Stephen, this guy's got uh, the former Baylor Bears got great command of the strike zone. He does. No, you're right. He's not your typical free swinger that's just looking to hit bombs. Um, and I think that's a, a hallmark of this Dodgers team. They're just they're tough outs one through nine. I mean, they got a really good lineup. They're stacked, and they're going to make you work for everybody that gets retired. So he's he's another guy that embodies that and buys into that. And, um, yeah, I think he'll have some good at-bats tonight. I think he's going to be competitive and, and try to, to get on base as much as possible against Charlie Morton. Uh, so there you go. Hey, I, I want to dive back over real quick if we can and talk about uh, Big 12 football. The, the other games on the slate uh, tomorrow besides Baylor and Texas, which is a 2.30 kick, 12.30 broadcast time here on ESPN you've got Kansas and Kansas State and I know that I know the Jayhawks are are, are, are a bad football team let's be honest but this is an in-state game and and, and I promise you I, I well, I'm not going to promise you anything but I bet you that Kansas will at least come out with their motor running early in the game because it is it's it's an in-state game and and you know how those games go uh and when they go to Manhattan I think you know I think I think Kansas State will get Kansas's best shot let's just put it that way yeah I could see that Tom I mean they're gonna give it a go and K-State has a backup QB in there a true freshman quarterback in there so maybe they're able to confuse him some I feel like the talent disparity obviously eventually takes its course but you do see KU play hard in that, in that Sunflower showdown and, and try to find a way to win. And, you know, they stayed in that West Virginia game for a while. They just couldn't score, and their defense finally um, broke after being on the field for so long. Yeah, they were like up 10 to nothing or something, weren't they? Yeah, they jumped out to a 10 nothing lead, and then that was about all the scoring they could do so, on the afternoon. So Oklahoma's at TCU. They're in Fort Worth tomorrow. Who has the best football team? Not who wins, but who has the best football team? Uh, and again, I, I know where I know where your allegiance lies, but just seriously, who has the best football team? Well, I think uh, Oklahoma's more talented for sure. You know, the deal with TCU is um, they just haven't been able to protect Max Duggan, and, and that's going to be the big key, I think, this weekend. Uh, I'm curious to see how you feels coming off that crazy victory against Texas and in a bye week. But they, they've definitely struggled with consistency. They struggled in fourth quarter of games. So can TCU keep this thing close? And can their defense, you know, keep them in the ball game? I think that's going to be the key. Is OU going to be able to make some big plays and start to run away with this? Because if the Frogs fall behind early, um, then it's going to be hard for them to, to come back. Do you like Oklahoma State or do you like Iowa State tomorrow? I like Oklahoma State. I mean, I wish I knew exactly what their quarterback situation was. <laughs> so do they. Um, but – I feel like they're they're the better team, and, and that's going to show up. Um, I, I think it's going to be tough for Spencer Sanders if he is the guy coming off an injury, but I like uh, I like the pokes in that one. Are, are they the sixth best team in the country? They don't look like it right now, but I think they might be the, the best team in a pretty parity-driven Big 12. That's a good answer. <laughs> I mean, they probably are the best team in the league. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win the league, but certainly means at this point I think they're the – they're the best team. And then finally, you got West Virginia and Texas Tech. All right, 442, 18 away from five. When we come back, we're going to talk about Texas and Baylor. We're going to do that with Quan Cosby, the former Mark Panther. We do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This high school football coaches show with China Spring coach Brian Bell brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Real Estate, and Triple S Sports. Coach, uh, I know your offense has been really explosive this year. Salado was able to, to slow you down a little bit. How much of that was 
what they were doing defensively and how much of that contributed to their ability to kind of control the ball on offense? Uh, no, absolutely. I think it, uh, you got to give credit where credit is due. So let us a heck of a football team. Uh, the ball control offense uh, keeps the ball away from, out of our offense's hand, and uh, their defense is uh, very dominant, especially in the front seven. They're, they're, they've got a really good secondary guys who fly around in the football. So, um, you know, get, get credit where credit is due. Now, we didn't execute things uh, like we hope we had offensively. Of course, we could – we. Uh, Wish we could have changed the outcome of a couple of plays. I wish I could have changed a couple of play calls, but um, overall, you got to give credit to Salado. They they played a great game. How do you feel like your team is is bounced back, kind of mentally and and energy wise in practice so far this week? Uh, no, yesterday was a great practice for us. Um, uh, you got to move on, and uh, the optimistic part of you, uh, you got you got to look at the positives in the situation. You got to move forward. Uh, um, if you're pessimistic about it, you're going to let it beat you the next week. So uh, we got to flush it down the toilet, move on to the next week, and. Uh, give Robinson Rockets our full focus. I know Robinson has an athletic guy at quarterback with, with Joseph and Henry. What else do you see on tape that is going to challenge your guys? Uh, no, yeah. So I think um, they got some guys who can carry the football um, for them. Um, it, it's something different. We haven't seen this kind of offense before this season. Uh, so that's always um, a, a tough thing to prepare for. Um, just, just it being unique in what they do. Uh, defensively, they fly around the football. And so, uh, uh, yeah, so just besides McHenry, I mean, he's a, he's a heck of a talent. He does a good job, but they've got other players on the field that can make plays too. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Former Cowboy safety and current Plano St. Paul the second head coach George T talked about the disarray within the Dallas secondary this morning on Game Time. It is very disheartening, and it, it makes you wonder, you know, what's really, really going on. And you've mentioned some things where you're talking about, okay, you know, can it be a better quarterback in the secondary? I mean, getting people lined up and things of that nature. But it seems to be going a little bit deeper than that. I don't know if we're not preparing right or guys really are just that confused about the scheme. But I don't know. It, it, when you see guys just running, you know, straight up the field, with no help when it's continually that you you know you're giving up 300 yards a game, but it's not good. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four forty-six, fourteen in front of five o'clock. Football Friday got a lot of good high school football games coming up, uh, and uh, we got uh, we got uh, Baylor in Texas coming up tomorrow afternoon for a uh, for a two thirty kick, and you can hear the game right here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning with our pregame show at twelve thirty, and over on our sister station one hundred four point nine Bob FM, you can catch the Texas broadcast with Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns, Roger Wallace, and our next guest. Our good friend Quan Cosby. Quan, good afternoon. How are you? What's up, Tom? Pretty good. Yourself? Doing good, buddy. Hey, before we talk about uh, Texas and in, in their situation, you, you got you uh, you're playing the Baylor Bears tomorrow. Baylor with just two games under their belt, one and one on the season. What's Tom Herman's scouting report look like on on this Baylor football team? <laughs> um has no idea, <laughs> really. I, I guess with, with that small sample size, everybody else is four games in. And, um, you know, we saw Kansas, saw West Virginia, and they kind of look like two different teams on both of those games. So uh, what he knows is uh, Brewer is very well respected by him. Um, again, he, he talked even this week. I forgot which linebacker he talked about, but the starting linebacker, he recruited pretty hard, and he had him committed at, at uh, U of H. And so he, he appreciated, you know, uh, and respected a lot of the defensive players. But, um, and last but not least, this is, you know, an in-state game, uh, 91 miles from each other, and and Baylor always uh, shows up to, to try to whip their burnt orange. So uh, he's, he's certainly uh, fired up about it, trying to get the bad taste out of his mouth from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but from a sample size scouting report, there's not a lot out there in 2020. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, about the Texas Longhorns. Uh, what is your take right now? Where is this program? They're two and two. There's, a, I think, Tom probably is on the hot seat a little bit. There's a controversy with uh, with the with the alma mater. I mean, where is the Longhorn football program in, in your opinion, Quan? <laughs> Man, I, I, it's so funny because you, you're right on. They they keep talking about the song and all this stuff, but I, I wish you know for them, not necessarily you. That them, I wish we could just talk football. <laughs> but even more, um, two and two is not the standard, you know. And so that perspective um, is—it's it's been a little rough in Austin. You know, certainly uh, UT loves this football. Uh, those in power say it's a front door of each university. So the COVID year, you have a senior quarterback. You have, again, what I believe on paper is one of the better teams. Uh, especially in, in the Big 12 in a crazy year in the Big 12. So um, we're, we're learning a lot, man. You know, they let a couple of them get away from them. Uh, first TCU and then Oklahoma, the huge rivalry game. And um, so they're, they're going to have to certainly uh, dig deep. And, and and I don't know, you know, I've seen brilliance in the last six minutes of games and just carving them up, defense making plays. But uh, they've been getting their way a lot, you know, a lot of penalties a lot of things and, and, and making it, you know, keeping themselves behind and having to come back. So I, I just hope they clean it up a little bit and, uh, and, and certainly uh, play better. Going into the season, was it by design that, and we know the, we know the skill set of Sam Elliger and what a competitor he is and what a, just a, a good guy he is, but was it by design that he would not only be the leading passer, obviously, but also the leading rusher on this football team? 
No, that certainly wasn't by design. And uh, Sam was so dangerous with his legs, uh, certainly passing the ball when the weapons he had on the outside. We expected him to have a great time there. Joshua Moore has just been a beast for him. Um, but, yeah, no, man, having Bijan Robinson, having um, uh, Ingram, Keontae Ingram, and, and, and then, of, of course, um, you know, really, they're, they're, Bijan was the number one back in, in the country last year. And, and Keontae, I think a few years ago, number one, if not close to it, in, in the state. So uh, those guys, I figured they would lead and, and still believe they have a shot. But ultimately, what I talked about earlier, them getting in their way, and needing to throw the ball around to, to come back, that takes away from your running abilities. And then, you know, as, as, as you know, the receiving core we have, if you're sending them down the field, Sam smartly, it, you know, takes off when need be. I think he's, you know, certainly averaging a, a really high number on his run attempts. So, yeah, it makes sense because I've watched every game why he's the leading rusher. Um, and, and I think if they come out a little more clean where they can really feature, some of those backs, Ingram, Bijan, and uh, and Roshan, I, I think uh, those, those their numbers would be better. Quan, I know this is one of those questions that I guess if they knew the answer, they they wouldn't have these problems. But you were on some <laughs> great teams. What is the key when when it's closing out games? I mean, when it's time to make those few plays to to put teams away or win. Um, I know that's been an issue for this group the past couple of weeks. Well, one is. Like I said, get out of your own way. You know, I, I really think we we see those signs of brilliance, but self-inflicted wounds kind of put them behind the eight ball, and 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 then they, you know, get down. So, and you go back to the TCU game. You know, we, we're almost about to score to take the lead with seconds left, and you know, unfortunate. I still argue for progress to stop because I'm biased, but <laughs> fumble uh, to, to to lose that game, and then you go back to. Um, you know, the Oklahoma game, you're four overtime game and, you know, a, a kick goes off low and, and gets blocked and block kicks. And there's just so much uh, that, that really makes it tough to win football games in any league, let alone the big 12. So I think that's the key. Uh, our, our teams, we, we minimize um, the self-inflicted wounds is what we did and why we weren't in a lot of these situations. And I think if this team does the same, They'll, they'll look a lot better and, and come out on top of a few, a few more games. Hey, Quan, we, uh, we appreciate the time. We know you're busy, and uh, we wish you the best of luck and uh, look forward to the broadcast tomorrow over on our sister station, 104.9 Bob FM. It should be a lot of fun. The uh, 110th meeting between Baylor and Texas, and we certainly do appreciate you being with us. Hey, man, appreciate you guys. Glad the game has actually happened. And, uh, of course, so it's a little bit easier for me to come back to Waco, hook them. <laughs> hey, I, I was gonna, you know, I forgot to ask you. I was gonna, and I know we got we're up against the clock, but your alma mater, Mart, uh, because of COVID, I mean, they're playing some Wednesday games, some Monday games. It's a it's a crazy high school football season as well, buddy. Dude, um, I, I really didn't say this till about a month ago because I was trying not to because I have a, I'm blessed and I have a lot to be happy about. But uh, 2020 is insane. And um, that's what you see with Mart and everybody else in high school. But I hope they're all safe, and I'm glad that they're um, certainly getting the games in, and they keep kicking butt. So go Panthers as well. <laughs> all right. Hey, Quan, thanks. Talk to you soon. 4.55, that's Quan Cosby, uh, former Mart Panther uh, uh, and uh, part of the uh, University of Texas radio broadcast team uh, for the broadcast tomorrow between Baylor and Texas. 4.55, five away for five, and uh, this is ESPN Central Texas.
coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas, this Saturday from Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Let's face it, some people just like driving around in the new. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters to talk about those truck owners that know they have naked trucks but simply don't care. You'll hear them saying something like, I'm just driving around free and easy, nothing constricting me. Gross. But there is something that can entice almost any naked truck owner. Leather. I mean, they kind of go together, right? And Pickup Outfitters is an authorized dealer and professional installer of cat skin leather seats. So I'm asking you to do your part and help us in truck nudity. The next time you're near your naked truck owner friend, you can say something like, you know what would really be sexy on your truck? Leather. And they'll get that sly smile, and you know you've hit them in their weak spot. Pickup Outfitters installs factory matching leather kits or custom kits in just about any color combination for your truck or even car. It's the sexy thing to do. You can be part of the problem, or you can create a commotion with cat skin leather seats at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Hey there, Cowboys Nation. I'm Kyle Yeomans with today's Cowboys report. Veteran quarterback Andy Dalton looks to rebound this week following a slow start in his first outing as a starter. We hear how he plans to do that next. 
This year, we all can agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support children and families with educational programming, providing cooling centers and relief for those hot Texas days, and utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy, and Reliant is proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Oh. Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Andy Dalton was forced to throw the football 54 times in Monday night's loss to the Cardinals. However, this week, he hopes the extra week of practice will help his role in the offense. Uh... You know, things are a lot more comfortable now uh, than, than they were last week. Not saying that I wasn't comfortable, but it's just that's just how this thing works. And so, for me, I just gotta uh, you know run this offense and and run it how it's supposed to be run. Uh, push our guys, lead our guys, and uh, allow our guys to go make plays. Usually, losses feel worse than they really are, and wins feel better than they really are. That's just kind of the nature of, of this whole thing. And so. Uh, for us, we got to tune out any outside noise, and we got to just focus on what's next. That's it for today's Cowboys Report. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. You have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something? Then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Five oh one. It's quitting time on a football Friday. Tom Barfield, Stephen Simcox taking you home here this afternoon. We're glad you're with us as we roll through a uh, a, uh, a Friday afternoon. Uh, Stephen, let's uh, for those who may have missed uh, the, the the top of the program, let's let's kind of walk through again what we were talking about uh, earlier today uh, with uh, with obviously several weeks ago, Matt Mosley had a had a bicycle accident and and. Uh, we're just kind of in a position now to where we're not sure when Matt will uh, will be able to return to us. So we're going to make a couple little slight changes uh, in our in our lineup as we uh, as we move forward here. And uh, Stephen told me that everybody was tired of hearing me five hours a day. So uh, 
Stephen, you're going to slide into that uh, 10 a.m. position uh, with uh, with Garrett Ross starting uh, this this coming uh, this coming Monday. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thank you, Tom. I'll be doing 10 to noon Garrett Ross. We're going to call it off the bench, uh, and we'll get going Monday morning. And then that means you and R will stay where it's at. Jim will stay where it's at, and game time will uh, will go to three to six. Yeah, we'll slide in there and kind of fill that slot uh, and see how that goes. And uh, and uh, you know we've we've tried that once or twice. Uh, but uh, it's it just it, one of those things where we just felt like we needed to to kind of get some stability with what we're doing, and and uh, during this football season, we're all kind of running around crazy anyway. So uh, we're going to go ahead and and uh, make those uh, those adjustments, and uh, we'll move forward on 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 Monday, and and just kind of see how it goes, and uh, and keep uh, hoping and, and praying and encouraging Matt to, to get well, and and then see where that goes uh, when he's. Uh, when he's ready to come back and able to come back to us. Yeah, and we, we expect him to have a role here. We just, we'll just we see how long it takes for him to recover, and obviously that's the big focus for him right now. All right, uh, 503, three minutes after 5. This is ESPN Central Texas. As we uh, get to some news and some notes from the National Football League, again, the Cowboys and the Redskins coming up Sunday. I'm sorry, I said it. That's the third time I've said <laughs> that. It is, it's, that's tough. I wonder if Brad will slip. And, you know, when you get in the middle well, of a hard play and, you know, and this. You know, it's interesting that you should mention that because I noticed we, we have Cowboys football on ESPN Central Texas. At least on promos, he, the last few years, has been saying that team from Washington. <laughs> and at first, I thought maybe it was a, like, rivalry deal. Like, it, you know, yeah. like Ohio State calls Michigan that team up north or mm-hmm. something like that. Just didn't want to say it. But. I think that might have just been, you know, Brad making a personal choice not to not to say the name. But no, it's interesting because I I still can't get in my mind Washington football team. Every time I go to say it, it's just so conditioned to be the skins that I I've, I've slipped up a number of times. So we'll see if if Brad or Babe or Christy yeah. end up end up making that faux pas this weekend. I mean, for them, they've said it a million times for a uh, hundred years. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Uh, it would be natural just to say it. I mean, I've said it three times this week, and and I've got, I've got the Cowboy press release in 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 front of me in my hand, and it clearly says Washington Football Team <laughs> one and five versus Dallas Cowboys two and four, and I still say it. I mean, it's just it's a habit. I mean, it's just it's what we've done. I mean, you go back to you know if you're if you're a young whippersnapper like me, <clears throat> uh, you go all the way back to. <laughs> You know, uh, Billy Kilmer, Sonny Jergison, those guys, uh, uh, and, and, you know, John Riggins and, and all of those. I mean, we've seen Cowboys versus Washington a million times going back to when we were kids. That used to always uh, – several times it's been a big uh, Thanksgiving Day game was uh, that mm-hmm. NFC East rivalry between the Cowboys and, and Washington. And, you know, you, Drew Pearson making a couple of unbelievable catches – with uh, with Clint Longley at the helm because Roger got knocked out of the game. I mean, it, it was it was just what you did. You it was Dallas Washington. That was that was the rivalry in the NFL for, forever. And uh, you, you just got you know you got used to calling the Redskins, and they're now the Washington Football Team. And there's conversation, Stephen, that that may become the name of the football program. I, I, I yeah, I I mean I guess that. I was surprised that they did it this way. I understand they're trying to gradually, you know, brand to something else. I didn't really know if it was necessary. I guess Daniel Snyder's going to possibly sell some more merch. But it does, 
it does sound kind of plain and clean of a Washington football team. I, I like their jerseys. Maybe they do just roll with that. I feel like Warriors could be good or, or something like that. But WFT, I mean, it, it, it sort of makes sense. So the uh, – and if you look at the logo that they're using right now, it is kind of a clean, cool-looking logo. It's got mm-hmm. Washington Arch and then a big W in the middle. Then underneath it, it says football team in a reversed uh, arched uh, formation. So, uh, you know, who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, anyway, that uh, it's the Cowboys in the in in Washington. That's where we headed with this thing way back when. At uh, and that'll be an 11 a.m. broadcast and a 12 noon kick. So look forward to that. And again, the uh, the the. Las Vegas Raiders, and that's another mm-hmm. hard one to say. I mean, they're the Oakland Raiders for Pete's sake. The Las Vegas Raiders and Tampa Bay, their game was scheduled for Sunday night. Now it's got moved to a, a day game. They've mm-hmm. they've flexed, I guess, and and moved another game into that night slot on uh, on NBC Sunday night. They have, I believe, it's uh, Cardinal Seahawks is going to be the night game. The good news is, Tom, um, John Gruden said today that his team's going to be ready to roll. So they. Trent Brown, when they're starting offensive linemen, tested positive. They had to send the other four offensive linemen home because of contact tracing. Also put Jonathan Abram, who's a safety, um, in quarantine because of contact tracing. Now, Abram apparently is not going to play. Gruden says there's a chance that the four offensive linemen might not also be available. But he said either way, even if they're missing their entire starting offensive line, they're going to play Sunday as long as they don't have any more positive tests, which they haven't so far this week. And they're going to play the Bucks and and whoever they have available is who they have available, and they're going to try to make a go of it. So, are you like the left guard? I mean, if you, if you don't have your offensive line, you could look like the Dallas Cowboys who don't who doesn't have an offensive line. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're they're just playing on the Cowboys level. That's for sure. Um, the Saints, uh, they Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver for that team, Tom, that he tested positive for COVID this afternoon. So he's not going to play, and then they're going to have to go through some contact tracing, but they're going to try to get these games in. The NFL so far, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't always been smooth, but they're trying to get these games going, Tom, as as the season progresses. They, you know, and I will say this about the National Football League. They have done a, in my opinion, a pretty remarkable job to tweak schedules, move games, uh, push games back. Uh, move games forward. They've they've done what they've needed to do to not disrupt the the schedule, not disrupt the competitive balance of the league, and and keep things moving forward. And and uh, Stephen, we've seen Tuesday night football. We've seen Monday night double headers. We've seen a little bit of everything, but for the most part, this thing has has really kind of stayed on course. And and that's uh, that's a tribute and a tip of the hat to the NFL front office. It is. I mean, the way Major League Baseball and the NFL have been able to do this without a bubble, it hasn't been as as smooth as what the NBA and NHL did, but they're still getting the games in. They've still been able to progress through the season so far. One more note, and, and this is just a, a funny note. So uh, the Jets, they're terrible, obviously. And earlier this week, they traded Steve McClendon, who's a defensive tackle. They traded him to the Buccaneers because the Bucs needed help there, and they worked out a deal. And McClendon met with the media today, and he said that he got the news on Saturday night that there will be a car waiting for him to uh, head down to Tampa Bay after the game on Sunday. So he played a game for the Jets after he found out Saturday night that he was going to get traded. How about that? It's just weird to me. I mean, I I guess it's almost like, you know, a two-weeks notice at your job or something, but what if he gets hurt and then the 
the trade blows up. Now, maybe they hadn't. And what if he tanks it, too? Yeah, maybe they hadn't agreed on it fully, but it's just weird. And it sort of speaks to the Mets, the mess that the Jets are, I guess. But just odd that they would have him try to go out and play when they're <laughs> when they know they're going to trade him at the end of the game. Hey, we don't want you anymore, but will you give us your best effort uh, on Sunday? <laughs> so <laughs> just one, just one more game, big fella, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we'll get we'll get you out of this mess. <laughs> well, you know what? He's probably pretty fired up to showcase his talents to get out of there. Uh, I, I bet uh, he is. All right, five eleven, eleven minutes after five o'clock. Some news and notes from the NFL as you head home on this. Uh, on this football Friday, and uh, we will uh, step aside. When we come back this morning on uh, Game Time, uh, George Teague, the former Cowboy safety, joined us and uh, talked uh, a little Cowboy football, also talked some high school football. That's what George is doing now. He's a high school football coach at a uh, private school in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We'll get into that and a whole lot more with George Teague. That's next on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. What a strong cold front that moved through today. And if you are headed out this evening, especially for high school football, make sure you grab your jacket. You're going to need layers tonight. It's going to be cold. We've got cloudy skies in the forecast. Temperatures around 50 degrees at kickoff with breezy conditions. We're talking wind chills in the 40s throughout the evening. And then overnight with the clouds around, we'll drop to around 42 degrees. Tomorrow we kick off the weekend with mostly cloudy skies but I think the clouds break up a little bit by the afternoon. Still a cool day, a high of 65 and partly sunny skies. It'll be warmer on Sunday with a high of 82. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30, 6 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families fishing and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Hey, let's talk a minute about Central National Bank, our good friends, uh, Brian Fonville and the group over at uh, Central National Bank. You know, you uh you can you when when you when you when you're talking to your doctor or or you're talking to your accountant or you're talking to your neighborhood mechanic you don't you want to know who they are you want you want them to know who you are and you want that relationship well if you're using an 800 number to contact your doctor or your or your accountant or your mechanic or whoever, then that's not a personal relationship. And and certainly when it comes to your finances, you want a personal relationship. So why not uh, check out our friends at Central National Bank? Central National Bank is locally owned and operated. They believe in people over the process. They believe in helping their customers before helping themselves, and they believe in listening, listening, not telling. That's that's what they're all about. Bank, uh, you can bank different when you bank at Central at, at Central National Bank, your leading independent bank. They're at uh, 8320 West Highway 84 in Waco, also at 5400 Bosque Boulevard in Waco, and down in Temple at 938 Canyon Creek. They've also got a location down in Austin on 6th Street. Plus, you can always check out uh, Central National Bank at cnbwaco.com. Central National Bank, member FDIC. 
Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950s-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. For qualified buyers, see dealer for details. The kickoff savings event continues at Richard Carr with even bigger savings. All Buick, GMC, and Cadillacs in stock are priced to move. Save nine grand on a 2020 Sierra SLT Crew Cab. Get a 2020 Buick Encore for only $19.9 or save $10,000 on all 2020 Buick Enclaves in stock. Get here now. Log on now or let us bring a car to you. It's the Richard Carr kickoff savings event going on now. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Five sixteen, sixteen minutes after five o'clock. Tom and Stephen taking you home, and what is it? A dark to the house, quick sandwich, maybe. Uh, may, ooh, a chili pie, and then off to the football game. That would be a good deal, wouldn't it? For us, I wouldn't know. Tom will be in the studio. <laughs> or or pizza. That would be a good idea. Pizza's not bad. Thank you, Papa Thank John's. <laughs> there you go. Hey, earlier today. Uh, we had a chance to catch up with uh, with George Teague, the former Cowboy safety. Talk some Cowboy football. Also talk some high school football. That's what George is doing. He's in the Metroplex coaching at a private school. So uh, we had a conversation with George Teague on game time earlier today. George Teague and George, hey, we appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, man. It's good to be able to chat with you. And hopefully this rain will go on and get out of the way pretty quickly so we can get on with our normal football day. <laughs> and that's exactly what we talked about all morning here is uh, hopefully and, and, and I like how you say normal football day because it's football <laughs> Friday night versus some of these guys that are having to play on Wednesday Tom Barfield my partner here he does the Waco Midway they had to play last night so certainly we'll we'll, we'll get into that in just a little bit trying to keep your team on a schedule with with what's going on and what you've got going on now at John Paul too you know George I was on your podcast recently and it was Really an honor to sit down with you and talk with you. I've, I've always admired you since, I mean, obviously coaching here and, and, and we worked together. And I remember, I mean, all the things that we did from the time that we came and really signed you and brought you in. Mike Zimmer was a big fan and our scouting department and everybody was bringing you in here. And, and, and obviously we brought you in here as a, as a quarterback in the secondary. We needed somebody at that time, at that stage, to get our secondary lined up. Obviously, we brought you in here, smart guy, knew how to get our secondary lined up, and, and, and you really fit like a glove when we brought you in here. Let me get to the real question, George. Have you ever seen a secondary and a Cowboys secondary that seems so out of sorts a, a, as you watch them play right now? No, sir, I have not. It is very disheartening 
Um, and it, it makes you wonder, you know, what's really, really going on. And you've mentioned some things where you're talking about, okay, um, you know, can it be a better quarterback in the secondary, meaning getting people lined up and things of that nature. But it seems to be going a little bit deeper than that, fellas. I, I mean, I don't know if it's, we're not preparing right or guys really are just that confused about the scheme. Um, but I don't know. It's when you see guys just running, you know, straight up the field with no help often, <laughs> you know, we know that there's mistakes made and sometimes you bust the coverage every now and again. And you don't ever want to, but when it's continually that you, you know, you're giving up 300 yards a game or whatever it is in the air, it's, it's not, it's not good. It's not good at all. Man, talking with George Teague, the former safety of the, of the Dallas Cowboys, obviously great player at Alabama. You know, George, I I, I want to the, the other thing that I want to build on in that question is when when you were in the locker room, you understood leadership meant from within. You you and I think you kind of touched on it right there without really touching on it. Hey, there's things coming out of this. There's things coming out of this locker room and from this defense where guys are saying, you know, anonymous sources or, you know, they're, they're saying, hey, you know what, we, we're not put in position to make these plays. We haven't been ad- making adjustments. Things haven't been adjusted. And I guess what I want to I, I ask you from a player's perspective, and, and again, because I respected you so much as a player, when guys aren't making adjustments, George, and when things aren't being done on the field, do you – do you put that as much on the players? Is it on the coaches? And during this COVID time, when guys don't have that chance, you know, after the game to express their opinion to these reporters, is it something that you feel like has been squelched through the first six weeks of the season? Okay, so uh, and I'm going to answer both of those. Uh, one I want to say about the players not really knowing what's going on. As a player, what I feel and know is that it is still our responsibility to try to understand and put ourselves in position to make plays too, right? So I've had a lot of coaches through college and pros. I played on three different teams and the schemes are different, different, different terminology. I get it might not be what we're accustomed to, but I need to take my book or now they need to take their iPad or Microsoft office thing and dive into that and really try to learn what coach is trying to tell you to do. If you've got problems with that, then you need to speak to the coach. Hey, I don't understand this. Can you help me get I'm having a, a mental block here, you know, something. And I've had those. It doesn't matter how smart I was. I had to talk to them and Campo with guys about, man, this is really, really confusing, you know. Um, so that leads into the next part of, what do guys do when things aren't going well, right? I, I mentioned already, I played on a lot of teams. We Nothing was ever perfect, but one thing we always did, Stretch, is we kept it with the team. We called a team meeting when things weren't going well, even with the Cowboys. You pulled everyone together, no coaches. You talk about it. What is going on? Is it us? Is it the coaches? Is it you know, what we're doing? Whatever. And then you try to figure out how to handle that with inside the organization, not through the media. Hey, I need you to speak to the coaches about it because this is how we feel. You heard Mike McCarthy and others say, we've got an open-door policy. I do believe that. But I think that if you're not coming together as a team and trying to talk about it 
together first. See, they've gone backwards. Now I've heard about the team meetings after the fact. That's where the mistake came. It should have happened before the fact. Then try to talk to the coaches and say, listen, we need some help here. We're, we're really struggling with some stuff. So I think I'm still putting this back on the players a whole lot more than the coaches at this point. Yeah, and, and, and I know you're, you're, you're doing that because now you've flipped to the other side of it and you know how hard it is to, to be the guy that's coaching those young men. I guess what I want to say and what I want to ask you too, George, is with, with the challenges of COVID and these players not being able to, to you know, speak to the media, is that something that w- when you reflect back on your days of, of starting with the Cowboys – you know, you, you were always able to come out. As soon as the game was over, you knew that those guys, those local reporters were going to have their recorders and they were going to be there. How do you feel like you navigated that differently than maybe what's coming out of that locker room now? Yeah, that's true. That, that's a, a, a very big difference in COVID. One, first of all, how do you even prepare for, uh, you know, the off season and the games and not being in the classroom the same way that you could have been? So there's a lot of different things that COVID has brought up. And dealing with the media at this point, and probably I have no idea what they're doing in their locker rooms as far as trying to shower and change and who can do what. I'm sure there's some protocols in there. But when it gets to the media part, I still think that there could be some type of prep or, you know, some conversation with the media personalities within the teams about talking to guys about what's good and what's bad. (laughs) <laughs> and what we need to stay away from, <laughs> uh, especially the amount of time that it's taken for guys to even get in front of the cameras after games right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. It just seems like it's taking a little bit longer for post-game conferences to, to happen right now. Um, but we just got to be smarter, man. We just got to be smarter. We got to understand everything, social distancing and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think that gives them a pass for saying anything that's going to be detrimental to the to the team. Hey, hey George, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about your your high school football team. With, with what's going on with COVID nineteen and this pandemic, how has it affected your your football team, or has it? I mean, in in, in your preparation and, and in game play, and and just how's how's it been different for you this year? Yeah, yeah, it's been drastically different. Uh, I'm actually sitting here looking at the thing now, trying to figure out exactly how we ought to go in and out of the locker room, <laughs> you know, um, this evening because um, it brought up a lot of challenges in the off season, as we mentioned, about weight room and social distancing and how do you lift and how do you run. So it's been a lot of out-of-the-box thinking to try to prepare our, our guys to play football games. We have been hit uh, with COVID, so we've been down for two weeks as well, not being able to practice. Um, because we did have a, a positive case um, within our program as well. So that makes it hard, too, you know, just not having your guys and just trying to do Zoom meetings and keeping them um, informed and not in class, per se, other than virtually. Um, so um, i tell you what, bro, it's been trying times for coaches um, – <laughs> Right now, in a lot of different ways, just trying to put together a good product on the field. So, you know, as hard as I'm being talking about the Cowboys and trying to say, man, they don't look prepared or or whatever, you know, have to worry about that too as a head coach over here saying, how do I get these guys really ready to play when you haven't practiced for two weeks? Got three days of practice and you got to go out here and perform 
in the homecoming game uh, tonight. And, and so those two games, are those going to be games that you can reschedule, make up, or are those just games that the kids have lost uh, because of this uh, pandemic? Uh, well, within our district, we've um, worked out, and you know, um, Coach Beck, great brain over there, really actually came up with this um, spreadsheet, if I can say lack of better words, that we're shuffling games around a little bit, kind of like how the colleges are doing it and pros and trying to really find the best times to try to get all of the games in if possible. The hardest part for JP2 is we lost games at the beginning, so there really aren't any openings at the end for us right now. Um, but, you know, in the event that different things happen, maybe those weeks open up and, and, and we get to play them. So we have not given up on those. We don't know how to strategize to, to make it all work yet. Um, but our plan is to try to um, get those games in if at all possible. George, uh, traditionally private schools in Texas have lacked the talent and they haven't got as much exposure, but that's slowly changed over the past few years when you look at Cedar Hill, Trinity Christian, and Fort Worth, Nolan Catholic, and those guys, what y'all are able to do. Can you talk about the landscape of private school and how that's, how that's evolved over the past few years in Texas? Yes, sir. The football and, and taps in private school has become uh, very, very good. I mean, there's a lot of people who are one that are seeking to, you know, try to do something different academically or find the smaller classrooms or whatever it is. But I'll tell you what, um, just even in our program from four years ago, not having any guys that were division one players to, you know, 14 that are in the program now, um, it definitely changed the landscape. So when you have, you know, the Nolans and Bishop Lynch's and Dunn's mm -hmm. and Cedar Hills. And, I mean, there's tons of schools, all Saints, Argyle Liberty, you know, to have guys that are going to uh, Power 5 schools, you know, and FCS schools and D2 schools. Um, it definitely has raised the level of play um, at our level to where we can compete with, you know, 3A, 4A, maybe even 5A UIL schools, some people 6A. Mm -hmm. Um so it's looking good, um, and Glenn and I talked about that quite a bit before, about there's not a whole lot of difference in our programs now other than the number of kids on the roster. You know, the depth isn't the same, but the talent is, is definitely just as good. Hey, George, before we let you go, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yes, sir. So um, I have a podcast called Teague's Takes. Uh, um, now we're going on our 15th episode, so it's fairly new. We started at the end of June, um, and it's something where I can talk similar to what you guys uh, do about football, high school football, pro football, uh, college football, uh, but sometimes taper it down and just have a little bit of fun. So I get to talk about hot topics, and, <laughs> you know, uh, it's hosted by uh, me and my son and Indy Cartim. Um, we shoot on Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. It's Tuesday now, uh, Glenn, instead of Thursdays. We had to move it because of my JV football games. You can find me, though, on all the social media channels. Please look me up, man. Teague's Take. Catch me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, come on. Come on in. Come find out what, what Coach Teague is doing over here and join our little our fan base. That would be great. Thank you. 
Georgia, appreciate you, appreciate you jumping on, appreciate you taking time, and, and best of luck to you and your and your JP two team as you uh, as you navigate through the rest of the season. You know, I appreciate you jumping on. I love you, brother. Thanks for jumping on here. I appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, there's George Teague, one of the most iconic hits in Cowboys history, laying out Terrell Owens at the fifty yard line when he tried to. Yep. Put the ball down again. Do the little dancey thing on the uh, on, on the, the star. Cowboy star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number thirty would hit you, wouldn't he? He's a good player. I mean, that wasn't his only highlight, but that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of George Teague. He and he he was a dude that would strike you. He did not mind striking yep. you. So he and Roy Williams both. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah. Roy Williams. Roy Williams did not mind not uh, striking you as well. So, but uh, it was interesting what he had to say. I mean, number one, he. he he puts a lot of responsibility uh, on the players, Stephen, and you know. Well, you got to make plays. I mean, yeah, we can talk about coaching all day, and I, obviously, when you're two and four, the coaching staff is not doing a great job. But same time, a lot of these defensive issues, it's not tackling well, it's not reading your keys well. I mean, it's things that coaches can't go out there and get you to the right place. I mean, you got to get aligned right, you got to get to the ball, and. And that's a player's responsibility to figure that out. And one of the things that we talked about, I know we're up against the clock, but one of the things that we talked about this morning, if you don't know what your uh, what your responsibility is, it is then your responsibility to to get with your position coach and say, hey, I don't get this. I don't understand this. Or uh, can we take a look at this? I mean, so uh, who knows? And, when, and you're right. When you're two and four and you look like you look Monday night uh, in every phase of the game, there's enough blame to go around for everybody. Mm-hmm. So everybody can get them a piece of that blame pie. All right, 532, this is ESPN Central Texas. This high school football coaches show with Crawford head coach Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Athletic Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Crawford, TFNB, your bank for life, and Star Tech Propane. You had another big performance last week for Brett Chambers. Did the other guys feed off of him on both sides of the ball? Yeah, he's uh, he does make a difference, and he does. Uh, I guess you could say he's quite a catalyst for us on both sides of the ball. He's he's been very productive. At least last week, he was very productive. And so, yeah, he's uh, he's one that uh, when he gets going, it kind of gets us all going. Over the past three games, y'all have outscored opponents 147 to 23. Are y'all beginning to hit a rhythm right now at the right time? Well, I just I think we're I really think we're uh, developing a lot of confidence and playing together as a team, starting to depend on each other and counting on each other. And so, w- when you're able to do that, you just begin to play with a lot of confidence. So I think that's what what's happening right now. And this week, you traveled to Bosqueville, and you, they got a great quarterback over there, and Luke Bradshaw. How do y'all go about slowing him down? Well, you just have to do the best job you can as far as trying to contain him. Uh, he does a real good job uh, reading coverages and finding the open receivers. So uh, we worked real hard on trying to uh, make sure we defend uh, as best we can and try to put some pressure on him and contain him and, and see what happens. Our task was forced to cancel their season. How does that impact y'all going forward? Well, of course, you know, that's a, a forfeit. So we, we lose a game next week. Uh, so we'll treat that as an open date and, and uh, you know, just try to try to prepare ourselves and heal up a little bit and refocus on uh, on our basics, our fundamentals, and, and get ready for the remainder of the season. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life 
Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. It's football season, and the holidays are just around the corner. Since most of us are tailgating and celebrating at home this year, you may consider getting that outdoor grill or even a full outdoor kitchen this year. Come visit StarTex Propane Showrooms, where they carry a full line of outdoor propane grills, kitchens, and even turkey fryers. They can even help with professional installation with trained service techs who follow all COVID guidelines. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Hey, let's talk a minute about Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. And uh, Ted Teague and his staff do a, a tremendous job. And, and this week, Ted and his and his crew let me uh well they let me they let me drive one of the 2020 Ram 1500 Laramie pickups, the uh, the night edition. Man, and this is a cool looking truck. It was a sleek white truck. And it uh, has the all-black exterior accents, uh, in, uh, including the Ram logo on the grill and headlamp bezels. And uh, for uh, it just is unbelievably beautiful. The, this truck has the uh, spacious high-end interior features, upscale finishes with, as we mentioned, the, uh, the, the, the night version has the uh, black seats and black interior accents to add that element of sleekness got the big screen in there it's the 12 inch screen and in when you're uh and it's got uh it's it, it's got the sensors all the way around the truck the the uh, just the cool here one cool little feature <laughs> is is the tailgate 
the tailgate can lay down like a traditional tailgate, but it, let's say you had some wood or something and you wanted to, to put it in the back of the, of the pickup. All you have to do is there's another uh, lever on it, and you, you can open it up like a door. So you can lay it down like a traditional tailgate, but you can also swing it open like a door. Just one of the cool features of the uh, of, of the truck. And, you know, it's w- when you put it in reverse, you, you, got the, you got the backup camera. But if you want to, boom, hit a button, and you can watch. And, and while you're moving forward, you can still have the backup camera. It's got all kinds of cool things. It's got heated uh, front and back seats. It's got cool seats in the front. So in the summertime, you want your seat to be nice and cool uh, up front, boom, you've got it with, with this particular truck. One of many great vehicles on the lot at Allen Samuels, where they have got uh, 17 sales folks on hand to help you. And, man, they would love to hear from you. DJ Latimer's the uh, the uh, new car sales manager. He and his staff do a tremendous job. And, of course, they got a, an incredible service department. We've talked about the service department before. It's a complete dealership. That's what we're trying to get to. They've got pre-owned vehicles. They've got brand-new vehicles. And they've got an award-winning service department, all at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Uh, they're, uh, they're at 201 West Loop 340, and they'll be looking for you tomorrow. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Former Cowboy safety and current Plano St. Paul II head coach George Teague talked about the disarray within the Dallas secondary this morning on Game Time. It is very disheartening, and it, it makes you wonder, you know, what's really, really going on. And you've mentioned some things where you're talking about, okay, you know, can it be a better quarterback in the secondary? I Meaning getting people lined up and things of that nature. But it seems to be going a little bit deeper than that. I don't know if we're not preparing right or guys really are just that confused about the scheme. I don't know. When you see guys just running, you know, straight up the field with no help, when it's continually that, you you know, you're giving up 300 yards a game, it's not good. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's a football Friday from ESPN Central Texas coming up uh, at 7 o'clock tonight over on Kicker. You can uh, check out the Robinson Rockets and the uh, China Spring Cougars, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. And uh, over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, tonight with uh, Q and Ward and, and Art and the entire crew. You can check out, uh, and Stephen, you can check out the um, – the Temple Wildcats and the Bryan Vikings. That'll be over on Fox Sports Central Texas. And that, of course, is 1330 AM and 93.9 FM. Yeah, interesting game tonight, Tom. I was telling you yesterday, this is the one team in that district that Temple's not real familiar with. And they've only played two games this year because Brian had some issues with, with COVID and had to shut down for a time. So not a lot of tape, but obviously Temple is uh, is really good. You know, one thing I'm curious to see, Umberto Arizmendi, he came out, their new quarterback, and he was fantastic against Longview. And he's played okay, but just hasn't quite gotten back to that level that he showed. Didn't he kind of win the job against Longview? Wasn't yeah, that, wasn't yeah. that kind of I a mean, breaking out party? And They were talking about uh, Mikhail Harrison Pilot also being in the mix, and he has taken some snaps here and there, but it's it's really been Arizmendi's job. So um, do they throw the ball a little more tonight? Do they run it with Samari Howard? We'll see. And the defense has been consistently good for Temple. And when they don't turn the ball over, 
um, on offense. They've been a really, really good football team. Had that game against Arlington Martin where they turned the ball over a few times, gave up some touchdowns on special teams, and, you know, you suddenly find yourself in a hole, can't recover. But important district game as uh, they prepare for next Thursday, they play Colleen Shoemaker. And Shoemaker got a victory at Leo Buckley last night, Tom. And Toby Foreman's doing quite the job with that squad. Yeah, and and so you can't look ahead, but you got to know. Well, the, we can. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> we can. That's what I was about to say. Uh, they can't look ahead, but we certainly can. And, and you got to know that uh, that uh, tonight's game – becomes it becomes really big because you're looking ahead to to that road game on, on a short week on a Thursday night so uh it, it, that's an interesting district it's a district that Midway used to participate in and uh, I'm telling you right now uh <laughs> kind of wish the uh, the O Panthers were back in that league right now uh, I mean it's a competitive league but it's certainly not Duncanville DeSoto and and Cedar Hill but uh, I like this Temple football team. I mean, listening to Ward and Q, and, and you you just get the sense that this is a well-coached, well-rounded football team. And and I think if they go play well, they're in every football game the rest of the way. And and, and you know they're they're winning a lot of football games. And I I, th- I think it's a team that can make a deep run. Yeah, I mean I, I think so. They, they're certainly built like that, and they're playing like that right now. And you just hope you can improve every single week and. You know, playoffs in 6A are, are always a grind and it's tough, but if if you get past that by district round, then you see some light at the end of the tunnel for you, sure. You know, it's interesting because uh, with uh, with all the other classifications, or they like to call them conferences with the UIL, 2A, 1A, 2A, uh, up to 5A, they've already divided those schools, Stephen, based off of uh, – Based off of uh, enrollment, so you have a you have a four A Division one, you one, got a four yeah. A Division two, and all that stuff. Six A is the one they still don't do that. Mm-hmm. They once the four teams from that particular district qualify for the playoffs, then they go in and look at enrollment and determine who's going big school and who's going little school, which is the way it used to be a long time ago. I mean, that's why you used to see. China Spring, Conley, La Vega, Robinson, they were all in one district together. Then after everybody qualified, you took the four teams and the two largest enrollments went Division One. The two smaller enrollments went Division Two, uh, and, and, and away you go. And I, it, once upon a time, it was just three teams. You had one big school mm-hmm. division and two smaller schools. 6A still does that. I'm not clear why, uh, why they don't go ahead and divide them up. I guess maybe because – of travel uh you're already going a long way to play some of these district games in certain situations if you divided 6a up by by, by go ahead and, and make that 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 division by uh, by enrollment you really could see some serious travel i think well and it always it always creates weird scenarios too i mean sometimes you get the odd scenario where a team could lose but that could put them you know since they're going the division two route or it could knock a team out that could go the Division Two route, and that makes a better path for them. Uh, but, yeah, that's always uh, – it's it's not controversial because it's pretty clear how they do it, but it always makes for interesting scenarios. I remember years ago, McGregor had one of their best teams ever, and Rosebud Lott had a fantastic team, and they beat Lott in the regular season, and Lott went Division Two, and McGregor had to go Division One, and they ran into a, a very good and big Corgan Camden team and ended up losing, and, and then Lott went on to win a, a state title that year, and – um, you know, those those things happen, and it's it's always curious how it shakes out. But, yeah, I have no idea why they still only do that in 6A. But it, it, and the district champion gets a home football game yes, by district. Which, which is which, – uh, but I think it's cool. That's the way it should be. Yeah, but it's it's the only classification that gets it. Which because is of the – they've already divided them up. They should have 
And here's my deal with that. And you can put as many teams in the playoffs as you want, but at some point there's got to be a reward for excellence. And excellence means winning the championship. So we, we can dive into that sometime. 546, 14 away from 6 o'clock. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. Already a busy weekend in Baylor Athletics underway. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. How do you get the job done? With power. Get all the power you need in a new Ram. Alan Samuels presents Ram Power Days. Extra special savings and special factory financing on all new models. Hauling families to great places. Doing chores. Working hard. Alan Samuels will help you get the job done. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver. Alan Samuels, official auto dealer of the heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat with the Texas Coast Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, today our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. The weekend in Baylor Athletics has already begun with Baylor Soccer winning at home last night over Kansas State. Yeah, absolutely. Great job against uh, against Can- Kansas State. You know, they were at uh, West Virginia prior playing a really, really good West Virginia team and uh, almost came out with a victory there, and then to, to follow up and uh, and uh, win a match against uh, Kansas State, a really good uh, Kansas State team. So uh, proud of them. How about football? Back in action finally. It'll be three weeks between games, but headed to Austin to play Texas. Big game on Saturday. Yeah, big game. Two thirty uh, kick on on ESPN. So again, a great great platform. And you know, quite frankly, not not sure what to expect because uh, you haven't played since the since the West Virginia game, as you mentioned, three weeks. But uh, I know that we're just glad to to be back and um, to have over overcome the the uh, the outbreak and so it'll be good to, to see us uh, back in action volleyball on the road for the second week in a row number two team in the nation uh playing really well yeah just uh they continue their uh their their winning ways i mean i've got one complaint and it's uh always that that first match <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. they, they seem to make it uh really close winning three games to two uh, and then, and then the next, the next day, the next night, they uh, they seem to take care <laughs> of business, three zero. But uh, coming off again, uh, really a great performance at Texas Tech, winning uh, winning both of those matches, and then uh, this this Friday and Saturday night at uh, at Iowa State. So uh, looking looking forward to that. And for folks in Waco looking for something to do this weekend, there's a lot of tennis going on at the Herd Tennis Center. Yeah, um, we've got both. Uh, programs both uh, the women and men in in action uh friday and uh and then also saturday and then our 
our men's team will play again on, on Sunday. So uh, if, uh, if you like tennis, come on out and uh, watch uh, both programs and uh, both, uh, both with high expectations for, uh, for a great year. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Austin and have more Monday on our next Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Former Cowboy safety and current Plano St. Paul II head coach George T talked about the disarray within the Dallas secondary this morning on Game Time. It is very disheartening, and it, it makes you wonder, you know, what's really, really going on. And you've mentioned some things where you're talking about, okay, you know, can it be a better quarterback in the secondary? I Meaning getting people lined up and things of that nature. But it seems to be going a little bit deeper than that. I don't know if we're not preparing right or guys really are just that confused about the scheme. I don't know. It, when you see guys just running, you know, straight up the field with no help, when it's continually that you, you know, you're giving up 300 yards a game, it's not good. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into ESPN Central Texas. Stephen Simcox, Tom Barfield here with you. A couple more minutes here, Tom. I'll, I'll close with one more story. I was telling you earlier this week that Antonio Brown might end up with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson, the former Steelers wide receiver, Raiders wide receiver. There was some interest there. Well, apparently we've had a, a curveball here. Adam Schefter is now saying that Antonio Brown is visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tomorrow and the two sides are going to work on getting an agreement done. Now, Brown played in New England briefly with Tom Brady, and then he was facing some league discipline due to a story about some alleged uh, sexual misconduct claims against him, and they cut him after that story was released. But he could be reuniting with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So Antonio Brown possibly back in the league. He'll be eligible to play after week eight when his suspension's up. And, uh, you know, Tom, talent always seems to – find its way back no matter what baggage comes with it yeah and you know teams are uh w's sometimes you're uh <laughs> sometimes you slide things to the side uh if it to uh, help produce a w but you know one of the things that you always have to worry about is how is a player how is a player received in the locker room whether it's a good player bad player good guy bad guy you know there's a chemistry thing to to a locker room and uh, when you when you change when you change the dynamic of that locker room, it's it's going to change the chemistry. It's either going to make it better, it's going to make it worse, but it's going to change the chemistry. And I often wonder when they when you get a midseason trade like that, how does it affect the locker room? Well, and this is a Bucks team that was just starting to figure things out too. I mean, they good had point. A, a really good game against the Packers. And defense played fantastic. Gronk was starting to get involved. So yeah, it's a risk and. I mean, I guess I guess they're probably going to approach it like if he does anything remotely outside the lines and we'll just immediately cut him and who knows what the compensation will agree on. Seattle is still in the mix apparently, but the Buccaneers are the favorites and those are really the only two teams it appears right now that have significant interest and are going to make a play or there's, there's mutual interest there. So um, that's NFL note to close the day. We got Temple football coming up in about an hour on Fox Sports Central Texas. And you can tune in to 1590 AM or 993 Kicker FM. Uh, and you can hear Robinson against China Spring. And that starts at 7. 
And then tomorrow, Tom, at 1230. Hang can... on. Hang on. Don't forget the scoreboard show. Oh, yeah. 11 right. o'clock tonight. Scoreboard show at 11 o'clock tonight. You can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. And then tomorrow we'll have Baylor and Texas on ESPN Central Texas at 1230, the Baylor broadcast. If you want to catch the UT broadcast, you can catch it on 104.9, one of our sister stations. And that'll start at 1.30, I believe. You got it. 1.30. Mm-hmm. All right. That'll do it, Tom. All right. Uh, have fun Monday as uh, Stephen will uh, usher in his brand-new program Monday at uh, 10 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have yourself a great day. I'll talk to you again Monday at 3 on ESPN Central Texas.